0: That is, this is a, a Dr. Pepper cherry, zero sugar. Huh. That's interesting. It's delicious. Yeah? Is it as good as a Dr. Pepper cream, no. zero sugar? Mm-mm. That's, the, like, the best. No. I don't know. I might have the best right here. That burner is really good. No, this, uh, I, I went to the store. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's great, pot. You blew the levels right there. I'm cause you, well, hey, right, because you ain't got the you ain't got the inhale ability that you no, need. No, d- no, not not. It's it's getting back, but I'm not yeah. there fully yet. Uh, but the Dr Pepper Zero Cherry Zero Sugar they were jeebus. <coughs> Sorry, man. they were um like by three f- on sale kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so I went with the cream and this and a and a regular ginger ale. <sighs> uh, I picked Dude. up the Verner's on the side Dude. on the on the arm there, not on the arm. That means I stole it. Uh, I'm I just on say the side. Definitely, we just stole it. Uh to to the homies Tim and Marcus final wrestling place, they had a discussion about ginger ale. Yeah, Verner's boys. Verner's and is I good. Let you know it's delicious. Find you some Verner's. Yes, I had I had it. I think it was it was it this year. Maybe last year Mahoning. It was last year. Changed my fucking life. Sure did. It's not like a ginger ale. They don't claim to be a ginger ale. Ginger soda. It's the original ginger soda. Yes, it's not. Not, it doesn't have the bite of some ginger ales, but it, it is gingery. It is fucking delightful. It is it is wonderful. And it tastes wonderful. Yeah. It might be my favorite soda ever. All right. God, it's so okay. good. Uh well, we need that... soda. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Weenie Wrestling everybody. Uh that was a minute long on on Sodies. Uh I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Hello. Uh first time sitting across the table in a couple of weeks. It's like 3 weeks uh, I think, right? Uh, the life got in the way. Uh, you can hear his wonderful My life is getting back uh, Brett is going to be doing his uh, Chris Decker impression for some of this show I'm sorry uh, I don't think Decker listens to this so what does it doesn't matter
1: Deal um, with it, I'm
0: fucking calling. That's right uh, But we're back, Christmas was ruined Christmas was cancelled Christmas was ruined uh, But we're here, we're all good, we're ready to talk Our big year end show uh that we're not gonna miss greetings and salutations Uh, Uh, all uh, a couple of weeks ago adam on at odds joe and adam like pondered doing a year-end show and adam was like no we're not cowards we do all original stuff every week we don't whatever Mm -hmm. uh no recap for us and i was wanting to be like adam we'll do we'll handle the recap pal don't worry about it we got it a wrestling place had best and worst year ever there you go we got our end of the year shit let's party uh but before we get into the 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 things we're going to talk and, and rank and list, and I'm certain repeat our re- copy each other throughout, hmm. uh, we'll, we'll see about that. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna guess we have the same number one wrestler at least. But um, Probably. Yeah. yeah. But uh, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, All number right. one. All right. Uh, let's talk about wrestling this week. Uh, I'm gonna start this off really quickly. Uh, there is a Ric Flair documentary that came out called Woo, some Woo making the nature boy or something, or becoming the nature boy. I didn't watch it. Is it. Was it only like one part, or isn't it a bunch of parts coming out, or is it the full thing? Oh, like- no, they. I mean, they covered the whole thing. By the whole thing, I, I mean... They skip over some stuff. Like where do they where do they start from? Like rambling, Ricky Rose. They, they and... start from him growing up, being adopted. They talk about his his re, his birth name. Is it episodic format? No, it's one one How like two, two hour thing, maybe hour oh, and a half. Wow. Yeah, I feel like you can't cover. And much. it ends with the oh, yeah, they skip a lot, and then it ends with the the coma and the, you know, okay. that sort of stuff. Uh, the and the 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 awakenedness. Uh, Post-coma, they don't talk about the last match, but they talk about him training for it. Oh, okay. So probably wrapped up before it. Yeah. Then. Um. So I watched this thing. I don't know why. I was probably inebriated. Um, Good reason. And so it does. You don't learn anything new, right? It's it's a peacock thing. It's WWE made it. Uh, it's very clearly. Sort of uh like uh is it a fluff piece? Rick Flair's not a bad guy, right, everybody, oh uh, okay, uh, so you get the 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 beginning thing about he 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 says his birth name, which is like Fred something, uh and talks about the adoption and his parents and and his training with Vern and how he wanted to be rambling Ricky Rhodes, yep. and Vern tells him that's fucking stupid, and that Rick Flair is a cool name, so why would you want to change it uh they cover the the uh uh. Stuff with oh, what the hell is his youngest kid Reed? They uh, they cover the Reed stuff. Lots of lots of little blurbs of people talking about him and how great he is. Um, they that's sad. they they show they the little piece on the eighties talks about all his feuds and skips over the Terry Funk one, uh, which is upsetting. Really? It, they just mention Dusty and Steamboat. I get it. I get it. I don't. Um, Fuck that. And then they talk a lot about spartacus and sort of the 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 haircut and the leave the real world's champion yeah. and, and all that stuff and he buries bischoff and a lot of people seem to think it's 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 kate fabin uh that they don't like each other wasn't he burying bischoff on his show he recently was. uh and he buries bischoff here and you know says like you know a lot of the same stuff you've heard him say but yeah. like you know Bischoff cost me all this money and this and that a and piece like of power. and be right. a good son of a bitch fire me i'm already fired uh and then like he chains himself to the rope but he says if you cut the camera he's going to be naked but no <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh he just talks about that and like how like Bischoff thinks he ran everything but really it was him and Nash and you know the horsemen and sure, all these guys who were making WCW watchable Bischoff doesn't know shit um and then the kids and and the show, showing him, uh, like skipping a show to go to see re wrestle. It was wrestling meet. Yep. Uh, and That's you know, what led to the abuse of power, right? Promo. And they talk about Charlotte and sort of her taking up that mantle. And they talk to all his kids, not David, um, but they talk to to Megan. Uh, a lot. Hey, Megan, and you know, and uh, Wendy, and they talk about his his marriages and a lot of that sort of stuff, and the how hard the road was, and and how you know his sort of he, he how he wrestled in a shirt for the last WCW yeah. thing, but you know they talk about the the plane incident. Uh and by the plane incident I mean the only plane incident, the one where it crashed and he broke his back. No other plane incident. As far as this Shocker. documentary is concerned, Ric Flair has never even been on another airplane. <laughs> that was the last time he <laughs> flew. The it last was time ever. he flew ever. Oh. Uh so that's a thing. Um and yeah. Uh, it's a fluff piece. You learn basically nothing new. I didn't know his he had a like I didn't know he knew his real name, like his birth name. Mm-hmm. Uh so he says that. Uh, right in the beginning and like you know it, it, it's flair like you know every they, put, they intercut all the clips of all everybody throughout the year saying how great he is and, sure you know he's this and that the other thing and talking about his promos and they show clips of all the best stuff and you know all that sort of stuff and uh of course clips of him doing hindu squats and you know, uh, uh, everything you've you've heard about Ric Flair before it's it's nothing new. If you've watched any of the DVDs they used to put out, or read his book, or anything that anybody ever talked about Ric Flair, except for the the dark side of the ring that like talks about the shitty stuff. Yeah. This completely glosses. Other than the fact that he's like a bad husband and like an absent father for his first two kids. Oh yeah, um, they like, cover that, but like that's pretty much it. Um, but it's it's Flair, you know. Uh, I don't want to say I hated it, um, but it's definitely like uh, uh, can- people being canceled isn't fucking real because they, Peacock, fucking NBC or whoever does it, Peacock just made yeah. a feature length documentary around Ric Flair and just glossed over the fact that he allegedly sexually assaulted uh multiple women you know i'd say like it's wild that they didn't address it but at the same time it's not well i wasn't really expecting them to i wanted to see how hard they were going to ignore it and they just they it was just not even a fucking thing you know um yeah that's weird yeah so you know it's (laughs) it's what it is i guess um it's as puff piece gloss over as you can. It's that's a long, nice career to cover in like under two hours. Yeah, I feel like that has to be minimum four hours. Yeah. I mean that too. Uh, and that's, it, a, that's a minimum four hours piece. And you know they talk about the the illness and and uh, and him being a fucking alcoholic, right? And oh, and he's drinking again. Like I mean, oh he's, yeah, he's he didn't actually not actually quit. No, he's still drinking. Um, so you know, yeah, whatever that happens, to the fucking be, um. But, you know, he just thinks he's some sort of, like, miracle, and and it's Flair, and maybe it's mostly gimmick, or maybe he believes it now, probably for a long time, but, like, he feels he's untouchable. Sure. And feels that he, you know, he may not say that he's the best wrestler, like, he likes to deflect and say it's Shawn or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But you can just tell when he talks about himself that he thinks everybody else fucking sucks. Well, it's always been Flair. Yeah. So, I, I think it's a gimmick that eventually becomes, in his brain... The, the the real the truth thing. Well, look at all the money spent over the years on actual Rolexes and alligator shoes and the suits, right? And, like, and they and they talk about it, all you of know. that. Yeah, he you lived know? It. Um, and about the robes and you know all that kind of shit. It's just the the typical Ric Flair kind of thing. They they address like his big influence in like hip hop and stuff like that. Briefly, they okay. talk about how people. There's a couple hip hop songs about him, yeah. and they show him at a Niners game hyping up the team. Yeah. You know, uh, and like people doing the strut and the woo and how sort of that sort of transcended wrestling. And I get it. You know, you can't deny Ric Flair's power and influence. <laughs> well, uh, but you can also acknowledge that he is a piece of shit. Sure. I think I that's agree. fair. Yeah. I, think if, I think, you know, people tend to uh, jump at the chance to remind Jake Roberts of what happened in his life. Uh, but people take every opportunity to tell Ric Flair that it's okay that he has been great sure. the whole time. Yeah, and you know, and not that Jake's as good as Rick. Uh, you know, if, if I had to, 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 if, if, like, you know, somebody gunned to my head, you know, who do you want to have to chaperone a night out in 2022 at a, at, you know, at a restaurant? I'm picking Jake. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, well, I mean, Flair would pick up the tab, but like, I'd Very rather true. talk to Jake. Um. But, you know, people like to uh, – Ric Flair gets a lot of shit uh, ignored because he's as great as he was. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of wrestlers who deserve better don't. Uh, or not even that they deserve to get it ignored, but, like, they don't need it to be brought up every time. Especially Jake, who who is seemingly recovered for the most part and is, you know, walking a better path and his sort of, you know, yeah. is doing conventions with Cheryl Roberts. Like, doing a lot of crazy, cool <laughs> things – like, it's, it, you know, it, he doesn't deserve that to be thrown yeah. in his face every chance he get. Sure. Uh, in the same regard, that, and uh, Ric Flair just gets to completely walk away and ignore it all. Um, but it's mostly new people. It's not, like, there's old clips, but, like, there's no, like, new Steamboat interview part or anything, you know? What will you see that? Thing with Steamboat this week, where he came out talking about the last match. No, well, it his was, last match or Flair's last match. Flairs. He was supposed to be yeah. in it. Yeah, and he, do you see why he pulled out. Probably because he didn't want Flair to die in the ring. He found out Rick had a pacemaker. Uh, and he said he goes I didn't know that yeah. and he goes once that happened no. can't be his responsibility and that's what he said he goes I, I can't be it's the right decision and Flair almost died so yeah, he, and I think if if he was looking across the ring at Steamboat he would have pushed himself harder Yeah, and he would have croaked yeah he said he goes because he, he goes everything was agreed to like you know, we just didn't sign, yeah. put pen to paper, didn't right. agree with money or anything yet. He goes, but it was going to be me on the other side. Yeah. And he goes, once I found out the pacemaker, yeah. I, I'm out. Too much I can't, of a I risk. can't do that. Yeah, too much of a risk. Which is smart. Yeah. Um, now, I know you mentioned Eric Bischoff in the floor. And with the 25th anniversary of starcade 97 just passing, mm-hmm. there's been like everybody talking about on Twitter, you know, that fucking main event of starcade 97, Sting and Hogan. Sure. And just how bad it fucking got bungled. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about it a ton. <laughs> and because... Yes. As I was saying to you before we started recording, that is, like, my favorite storyline ever. Yeah. Is the... Sing st- versus NWL. Yeah. It's just... It's perfection. I don't yeah. know. I don't give a fuck how many times he comes out and beats everybody up. I could have watched it every week, you know? Sure. Um, And, like, the story goes, like... And this is years ago. I remember on Conrad and Bischoff's podcast where Conrad flipped the fuck out on Bischoff, Mm -hmm. because Bischoff was said, you know, oh, well, he showed up, but he wasn't tan enough, and he was not motivated, and that's where, like, there's the clip of Conrad, like, screaming at Bischoff about it. Um, And I saw, like, a lot of people talking about it this week. And it just made me really fucking mad that you fucked up that (laughs) goddamn story. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, absolutely. All you had to do was... Bell rings. Right. Let wrestling be easy. Sting fucking annihilates Hogan. Mm-hmm. NWO tries to get involved. WCW fights them off on Sting's behalf. Fucking Sting, Stinger death drop. Whatever. One, yeah. two, three. And then at the end, Bret Hart comes out. You have your face off with Sting going off the air. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you fucking needed. Right. But no, you had the, the stupid fuck finish where the count of three, and then Bret comes out, and he overturns it, and then he rings the bell, and then the next night on Nitro, they have the fucking... The the match again where they go off the air and the match is still going, and the, just to lead up to your debut edition of Thunder to vacate the title, you vacate. I'm fucking still 25 years later, You're living, and I'm so fucking mad about it. Yeah, and it hurts my heart. And Eric Bischoff, you're a fucking asshole.
1: I just need yeah. to get that
0: off my chest. I, I, I think that's that's a really important uh, uh, uh important thing. Uh, people like to bring Bischoff around, and even today or yesterday. Somebody asked Bischoff about uh, like if we're gonna see him in AEW again. And he's like, "Oh, I don't think they're very happy with me. It's not likely." It's like, "Well, yeah, because you went because they gave you a gig when you were unhireable. WWF hired you back for like a week before you blew that opportunity too, and then you just buried AEW, and that's fine. Uh, but I don't honestly see Bischoff's value in 2022. No, there, no there's none. I, he, you know, he's still hanging on those 83 weeks." I still don't think he understands wrestling. You know, no. I, I just... I, he It is a baffling thing whenever anybody looks to Bischoff for any sort of advice or direction. Oh, excuse me. For professional wrestling. Because I just don't get it. He had a time and a place. And I think he was more lucky than he was good. Yeah. Uh, and I think he had... WCW had enough money to bring everybody good over. And... But as soon as the talents in WWF that were sort of left with an open like show and they were like, all right, well we're plugging holes. Once those guys developed and got the experience, yeah. WCW didn't stand a fucking chance. Yep. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like Bischoff left the company and then they were sold to WWF after they failed miserably. Yeah. Bischoff was still fucking there. He was he was involved in all that. Just hurts my heart and man. so I just I don't see you know his his value as sort of a guru of professional wrestling I don't beyond the late nineties. Um I I I see his value as a nostalgia act to, to tell the stories but like to to so many people go to him and like it's just what wrestling fans do they go to fucking cornette they go to all these assholes oh what would you do they don't know what they would do because they didn't last in wrestling beyond yeah. their specific eras and it's so fucking different yeah. now yeah. you know do I wish there was a sane jim cornette in the world that can come and and give some advice sure. Absolutely But Jim Cornette Hasn't been sane Since 1988 That's fact. So It's just what it is Uh, So like Just stop Putting value In these people Because Bischoff can say As good as he fucking wants How You can say how good he was And he did all that And this The other thing The company also Failed miserably And he also Fucked stuff up Like that fucking Sting Hogan thing Like it's it's it, so i just every time i see him i just groan and i'm like just get out of here you are not fucking important to wrestling anymore no you know like like it would be like it's the equivalent of asking like what bill watts thought of wrestling in 2023 like in 2022 like it's just there's no value the eras are completely fucking different and it's not like he was a guy like uh, dusty who was who was working behind the scenes nonstop, who never really left so he was training these young kids up until he died basically that he was watching the business evolve and help these kids learn and evolve with it bischoff was gone bischoff hasn't been a main player like a behind the scenes player he's been an on-screen guy yep you know and he had some good on-screen stuff with wwf but like he was luck and money he had ted turner's money and a ball of fucking luck uh you know and it's just what it intent to you and ted turner own fucking television like it's just it's insane to me uh bischoff if you listen to this you fucking suck (laughs) uh i'm not interested in eric bischoff in any capacity Uh, i will literally talk to anybody else it's just Fuck, man. I got so mad every time it signed. Yeah. With it being the 25th anniversary, I got real, yeah. real upset about it. Yeah. So, uh, 1997, who uh, who had the better 97 then? Stang or Hitman? Because Hitman's 97 is one of the best years. They just both end, like, floundering. Right. Though, you know? They do. Not their faults. No. And that's just... They it, both end in a situation. Yeah. Like, it's just... Kind of together. Kinda, yeah. It it just, sort of, ugh. yeah. I don't know if one thing Vince McMahon was right about. He said, WCW doesn't know what to do with Bret Hart." Absolutely, yeah, he's fucking right. So uh, this is since my my brain isn't isn't great. My brain no good. Um, so that so Thunder debuts at, Thunder debuts in ninety seven ninety eight. Uh, yeah, nine, end of ninety seven. Wow, because in my brain, like I mark. Thunder as the beginning of the downfall of WCW. Well, you're not fucking wrong because, you know, like, it's like, not that I, far off. Super into it. Loved watching. Was so into WCW at that time. I loved the Sting stuff, the Raven stuff. Was big in the ECW. Wasn't big in the WWF until you know. The, I always say I was one of the people that. When they came on TV on Nitro yeah. and said Mick Foley's going to win the championship. What do you need yeah. to watch that for? I was one of the people that switched the fucking channel to watch Mick So McFoley. it was January 8th, 98. Okay, so there you go. So, so yeah, that was away, it. That, that thunder. And to me, that really is, that is that marks the beginning of the end. When they expanded to Thunder, I, I thought they didn't have enough content, and they didn't know what they were doing, and then it was a slow decline from there. The video games got worse, the show got worse, yeah. until they collapsed. And that's crazy that it was that early in 98. It seems so much it seems so early to me for that to be happening. Well, like I, I, a lot of people say, like, that was such like a fucking failure. Yeah. You know, the Goldberg stuff like happens after this, obviously, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like huge, no doubt. Sure. But how you fucked Sting up like that? Yeah. Wait, the Goldberg stuff meaning like the streak and everything? Yeah, that's in like 98 99. Is it really? Yeah. The Goldberg streak's ninety eight. Because I'm pretty 99. sure it's uh, was it Starcade? Man, I, I, I've said this on the show before, and we talk about it. Like my brain has a really hard time with chronology. So, like, I remember watching that stuff, but I and I could I could tell you that the the, the general era of it. But like knowing that like Thunder and the Goldberg Streak are happening at the same time for whatever reason doesn't compute in my brain. So think about this. So Starcade '97 is Sting Hogan, yeah. Starcade '98, mm-hmm. Nash ends Goldberg Streak. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Huh. Yeah, that's only a year apart. Yeah. But the streak was happening before that. It the streak was kind of it was kind it, of going. Cuz what did he hit on the streak? He was like over 100, right? Yeah, I I forget. So what that would it was, take a, but, like two two matches a well, week for Well, you know, it depends on Well, you know, one week it's Right. You know, that's true. 98 and you know, the next week it right. goes oh 116 and right, 0. He wrestled Bill Dandy 6 times at a house hey, show. who are you to doubt L. Um, Dandy? But uh yeah, it's just since my brain doesn't have the it doesn't have a, a chronology yeah, well, locked down. S- k ninety seven Goldberg finishes says Mongo. Right, of course he does. Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting. And like, so ninety eight, like Raven goes back to ECW, right? Is that ninety eight? Yeah, because he's still there in ninety seven. Right. Yeah. So like, that's that's crazy that all that should happen so fast. It's crazy to think that like WCW like you know 83 weeks is is less than two years (laughs) like you know like we're we're right now living and WCW was around for a very long time so it's not quite the same but like we're we're living in an era where AEW's existed for three years this is gonna be the going on the fourth year kind of well well, I mean a, a while off when you get to the fall but like that's really interesting to to think like about it in that the regard like WCW being on top was less than two years and sort of once they stopped being on top they really were they yeah. they never even came close again they might have, they were up and up but but then like it was just small steps down a little step up small step down you know two steps forward one step yeah. back so with Raven just it was like a, a cat end of June ninety seven is when he debuts in yeah. WCW right he leaves August ninety nine. Oh, he leaves in '99. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's he, crazy he, too, because Raven is right after the Deadpool. Yeah. And Vampiro and ICP. Right. Raven is such an, a, to me, such an integral part of of what made WCW great in that era. Yeah. That it's so funny that it ends up being such a short little window too. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, man. You know god that fucking downfall of that company happened so fast it's wild it's wild to think like at the, the time like you don't realize it right. now you go back and look and you go wow right and the uh, what the, the hell you know the you know you know what they what they do say it's the old, the old the old quote the wise the sort of wise and elder quote of the years start coming and they don't stop coming that's fucking um, facts but <laughs> like <laughs> but like yeah. wcw it's just crazy uh, I guess this is a WCW podcast this week, but uh, <coughs> I'm not mad. You know, about like it. Flair leaves as real world champion. Uh, he's in the '92 Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's not he he's backed by '93, yeah, because '93 StarKid '93 is Invader, right? When he wins the belt, so back. like it's crazy that like '93 '94, while WCW doesn't get the credit, WCW is really good, yeah. Everybody's nineteen ninety-five except for ECW sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, because WCW gets full Hogan pills. Right. Uh ninety-six starts to get better. Yep. ECW's hitting its full stride. A bash of the Beach happens. Right. You know. And then so it it's ninety-six to to two thousand one. Like five year period, that company goes from the most successful wrestling company you could possibly be. To dead. To dead. <laughs> to actually dead. To dead. That it's, Fuck it, It's man. really crazy to think about it that way All while the time that like ECW Is also trying to figure itself out And also dies around the same time um, It's really a Wrestling like I think we talked about this a few weeks ago uh, Or months ago And if not we were talking about it in person But like or Maybe when I, when, when Jenna in, was in Our friend Jenna and I was talking to Jenna But like We were really lucky to to have what we had absolutely up. uh and so, yeah. uh, it, it probably i think it was a bit of a conversation i was having with jenna about how we had two to three punk venues you to pick what what hardcore punk show you wanted to go to because yeah. they were all happening at the same time in our little podunk town yep. like all that kind of stuff and then wrestling we had so much going on WWF, ecw like all running at the same time all doing crazy stuff like, uh, every aspect of wrestling that you wanted to see was covered. And then come 2001, and again, I, I don't mean to erase Impact, uh, but like, you literally, you've had 20 years of just one kind of wrestling, and it's sure. it's been pretty, well, because even Impact just, like, Hogan's doing thumbtack matches in 2007, like, you don't want to, or whatever. <clears throat> like, you're not, nobody needs to see that well, shit. Well, that's already past, like, almost the glory day of Impact. Right. It's already done right. Right by then. right. So like it's really kind of crazy to think how fast things in wrestling move and how when people sort of critique AEW uh and AEW does some things not great sure but like 3 years in business if you think if you think 3 years in business with some of the stars they've had and like when you look mm-hmm. at like Raven being in WCW for for less a little under 3 years before he goes back to ECW you know like it, there's it's remarkable that, like, they've managed to do what they've done. Uh, and as the strong number two company, I don't think anybody's asking anything else of them no. for that. Uh, but it's it's really remarkable they've managed to keep, for three years, keep Chris Jericho and Moxley and a lot of these guys, like, really on top uh, of their programs and on top of the wrestling world. world. Yeah. Uh, it's really, it's crazy how wrestling evolved and crazy with how fast wrestling moves that you know, while people want to pick on the the ratings and and all that sort of stuff, and we used to talk about that when we were comparing head to head, and it's the it's the furthest thing from my mind nowadays. I don't give a shit. No, I don't care. At like, all. Give me a good wrestling show, and we're fine. Um, yeah, but it's remarkable that how for, for how fast wrestling is going, uh, AEW is still on an upward trend and is going to eventually get that mega signing. Or find that mega young star that's going to rocket them up even further uh, is really kind of remarkable to watch again, and I, I really like doing it. Yeah, um, because I was kind of miserable when WWE was the only option. Sure, and I st- there's long periods where I stopped watching because of that. So, and I still don't really watch, but I dabble anyway. What do but, you want? What, what do you want to talk let, about? Man? Speaking <laughs> of AEW, let's let's before we get into the year and stuff, let's just run. Through the AEW stuff from this week because, um, I think here's what we're gonna do: you're yeah. gonna call out what you liked, okay, and, and I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll see if I liked it too, okay. Um, Just so we don't hit every little thing, yeah. And that, I think that's what we should do. And I, I think both I think Rampage and uh, especially Dynamite were really fucking great shows this yeah, week. I thought so too. Uh, Dynamite, one of the best. Yep, Dynamites they've had. Dynamite, came uh, really, this week. really pretty remarkable. Uh, I think the down note on Dynamite was the women's match, and the women's match was still pretty good, uh, or pretty okay. Yeah, it was all right. Um, but uh, from Rampage... Uh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Billy and Bowens versus Triple J was fine. It's It's... It's bizarre to see Jeff Jarrett wrestle Billy Gunn in 2023 it in the main is event. It's kind of weird, yeah. Uh, the thing I will talk about from Rampage that I think is the most important and the best thing they did was Claudio versus Top Flight. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Um, I thought the Battle Royal was fun. The Battle Royal was fun. But Claudio versus Top Flight at the end of the Battle Royal is fantastic. Yeah. And they seem to be doing this. My biggest takeaway, we've said it before. I'm not referring to Claudio when I say this. If you want... The fans to buy wrestlers as stars, book them as stars, sure. make them do things, or allow them to do things that make them look like stars. And Dante Martin, to a lesser extent because of injuries, his brother have the crowd has been behind them from the beginning, and they have looked like stars. I but agree. they have been lo- they, but they have been losing. They look like they're w- waiting for that breakout, and they would lose and lose. Yeah. And here, they win. Claudio looks great beating them both up, but they're doing a lot of cool stuff with a guy who is perfectly suited to wrestle these two guys and make them look like a million bucks. And Top Flight comes out of it looking like bigger stars than they were when they walked in. And then they follow that up on Dynamite and allow them to continue to look really fucking good in a loss, but really fucking good nonetheless. They look good. Uh, We got five more wins for Jade before she loses that belt. She's going to get to 50. Um, Okay, I'll I'll give you that. She's going to get to 50. Is what it is. That's a nice number. Hopefully, Statliner will be back. They're going to give her a little plaque. Fifty wins, <clears throat> yep. you know, and then There's she'll lose and move back. into the main the main picture. I, uh, that might come up in my predictions later. Okay, uh, Dynamite. So, uh, Dynamite's really interesting this week because uh, they open with Dragon versus e- Ego Page, yep. and I was like, this match is fucking awesome. They give it twenty minutes. I thought it was all. And I'm like I'm like, Wow, this is so good. Ethan is Ethan is worth more money than you're paying him. Uh, Dragon's having a great match with him. You're letting it go twenty minutes. It was awesome. And I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be a cool dynamite if that's what they're opening up with. And then the the top flight versus Blackpool Comic yep. Club match happens, and I'm like, what are they doing on this episode? This is crazy. The in ring on this episode yeah. is pretty wild, and they gave it a shit ton of time. Yep. And and even though the matches were long, no, none of them overstayed. No, I thought uh, they were all fun. I fucking dug them like crazy. Um, and then the rest of the show is good. You get some good uh, Jungle Boy, Big Stoke whatever uh i think this was the best trios match out of the six day I was, uh, yeah i agree 100 percent uh I, I think we're both i thought last week's was good yeah this week's was even I, better i think we're both biased to plunder of course I think yeah. bled. So, you know agreed Listen here guys yep if I you're wearing jeans and a this, white t shirt to a wrestling match, you should bleed. Good on Kenny Omega for wearing the proper attire. Absolutely. He knew. I saw somebody online say he's dressed like his outfit is spare fire pro parts. I was like, yes, it's true. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Um, and he's wearing a Koda Ibushi shirt. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is the best one uh, and one of the better utilized false count anywhere jobs at the end that yeah. anybody's ever done because yep. usually they're all false count anywhere. We're going to pin him in the back or we're going to pin them on the ramp, everybody uh the fact that there was something going on in the ring uh and there was something going on outside the ring and the outside the ring ended first yeah i thought that was uh, really good was super smart i uh, the camera sucked on it they missed the, they missed the it, three count yeah. and then they missed the jackson tapping out immediately after the the three count on the pin which they should you know let's in your 2023 revamp let's fix that shit that i agree with um but i really like it i think it's really smart i think it was the best of the series Uh, A series that I was stale with because I don't like fucking half of it. Uh, I could do without the Young Bucks Northern Lights thing down the ramp. That was Uh, – it's just bad. Also, in the last one, he almost didn't get everybody over. Yeah. Uh, Because he's just – that's a spot for a bigger guy or or somebody wrestling smaller guys. And when he does it to two guys who are bigger than him because everybody's bigger than the Bucks, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But whatever. I really like this match. I like Plunder and Crazy Bullshit. The one-winged angel off the fucking – it was gnarly. It was gnarly, and obviously there was a shit ton of padding and everything, yeah. but I liked it. That's the way to do it. Um, we said the tag match was okay. Willow uh, is obviously my favorite in this match. Respectfully. Um, respectfully. <laughs> uh, but I got really mad at Ruby for like being annoyed with Willow. Like when Willow's like skank into the ring, yeah, and like Ruby's supposed to be like all business because you know they they literally blasted the nose sure. off her face, yeah. so she's all business. But I'm like, don't you yell at Willow? Willow's just supporting you. Yeah. you should be happy too. And then I was like, all right, I'm only voting for Willow. I thought Stalber was like she skanks better than I do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ruby has done very little to impress me in her entire run in AEW. I just not. I'm I just yeah. not interested. There's nothing wrong with um, that, but kudos respectfully to the, to AEW's gear makers for Anna J and, and Tame Melo's gear. Um, we'll tie on that. <laughs> uh, Joe Wardlow was good. A little confused about the beatdown and what the purpose was. I guess to weaken Wardlow into the loss. But you don't need to because Joe's yeah Joe's like super strong enough to over. He's yeah. the king of TV. I guess he's a heel and he's yeah. getting the advantage. But right. you know, yeah. Uh, uh, Wardlow also forgot to limp the first five steps he out of the sure out of the tunnel and then remembered when he got down the ramp. Yeah. Uh, but so I don't really need to talk about that. But what we do need to talk about is uh, you're stealing money like it's Kurt Angle's wife. Oh yeah. Uh, that was that rap was awesome. Uh, that was awesome. It was so funny. I, I, I think it was Joe last week on it out said like Sanjay Dutt's rap was perfect because he's the bad guy and it's yeah. supposed to be bad, yeah. and the good guys are supposed to be good at this stuff. Yeah. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, I, I, Karen Jarrett going off a little bit on was social media fun, because dude. she's in the business. Everybody, of course, she's a worker. She's married brother. to Jeff Jarrett, she knows yeah, she knows what's going brother. on. Uh, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Angle, Ava, yeah, he's yeah, he's a worker. We'll see. He might a be a little worker. rubbed the wrong way, but all right. I think that's I think that's a wound that's not healed uh, completely, <laughs> but heal fast. But uh, but yeah, I thought that was real good. Uh, it's it's good jabs at everybody. Max uh, Castor is very talented. Yeah, <laughs> good jabs at Jay Lethal. It's what we all think about these guys, uh, and they nailed everybody. So i think going to drop the Jeffrey Dahmer line. Yeah. Uh, and I guess somebody said something about it. I don't know if it was Karen, and Max quote tweeted it, and he goes, well, I almost uh, referred to him as a different Jeffrey, but I don't think you'd like that either. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, private Island. <laughs> oh, Elon Max Musk, rules. Allegedly, Elon Musk's buddy. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, just depends if you, know whatever. I'll tell um, you, how about that fucking pop Darby got at the end? Yeah. Crowd uh, was psyched. Yeah. To see. Him. people seem to think that he's going to beat Joe at the the next show. I can see it. Yeah, I don't think so. Hometown, first dynamite of the year. Uh, you're like revamping dynamite or whatever mm-hmm. with new graphics and shit. I think so. I think you could do it. You think so? I think there's more. I think Darby's- I could see Wardlow costing Joe the one of the best. Oh yeah, you could do that. I guess that makes sense. You know, I could see. So. Uh, because Joe's so hot right now, and this is some of the best we've seen of Joe in a while, um, I think Darby's the right guy. Uh, but I think there's more money in Joe just beating the piss out of Darby for a couple weeks. There is, um, but I think you just got to strike because, hot. Yeah, because you can get to a pay-per-view with a gimmick match that Joe would lose. But their next pay is not for another two months. Is it two months away? Yeah. But is there is there a special show? Is that is I, that what's next week? Well, next yeah, it's just like the new, like okay. the first so yeah, year, I guess know? so. Uh, if there's like a winners are coming or something or fighter fest that they do on the <coughs> TV, I think yeah. that would be a better spot for it. Well, they just had winners coming, so but yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I know that winners yeah. coming wasn't happening, yeah. but something similar to that. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I guess Wardlow. I didn't really think of that for whatever reason. Wardlow costing him and continuing that feud without a belt involved yeah. to get Darby involved. I guess that makes some sense. I could see it. Uh, Wardlow has not maintained where Wardlow was. See, that crowd was super into him last. They night. They were super into him, but I, I, he hasn't I, got, had much to work with. Yeah, though. right. I just they I don't know, think there's like, been much <laughs> for him, and uh, and he it made me realize last night that he. Is sort of one of the untalked about victims of the punk stuff. See, I look at him more so as a victim of the Max stuff. Well, yeah, same, yeah, sure, you know, yeah, like right. Not, and I'm not talking after all out or whatever. I'm talking, yeah, when him, Max was like leave, it. right? No, exact, absolutely, you know, yeah. yeah, that that's that's more accurate when you go yeah. back a little further. Um, but I think you know with uh, the punk stuff and. Whatever the hell ha- that happened that overshadowed everybody. I think Wardlow was probably going to be more involved in that picture somewhere. I don't know. And shit got changed. um But yeah, he definitely suffered from MJF leaving because because yeah, he beats MJF and that. because what match. all did everybody talk about that weekend? Right, it was MJF? Right, yeah. You know. uh But we'll see. I I don't know that Wardlow has the magic that he once did. I think he's still over, but I don't know if he has that magic. He looked good last night. Uh, but I, we'll I see say that, man. We'll see. Uh, I like Joe so much more than I want him to keep. I want him to be king of TV for a little while I longer. do too, yeah. And I, I, I like Darby. I, I I don't think we're going to see anything new out of Darby. I think while, you know, it's not necessarily Joe's changing like his in-ring or anything, I think this is a more compelling bad guy stuff that Joe's been doing than we've seen out of him, at least in AEW uh, so far. So to lose that for Darby to be doing the same thing he's just done the whole time is a little... I, I look at it this man. way, though. You're... But, tnt is supposed to be like your second biggest title right do you want two heel champs as you're the your yeah. biggest belts right now that's true you know kind of like i get yeah. it acclaimed your baby face mm-hmm. orange's baby face yeah. but you know yeah i guess that makes sense there you have to have like that dynamic yeah I if think. you're gonna treat it like you're in intercontinental Champion. yeah and then you do then do that and have darby and max Meet up eventually down the line, exactly. which there is backstory there. Yeah, although my prediction is I'm going to tell you who Max loses that title to okay. But, uh, but yeah, I mean that's you know that, that's that's pretty much it. I think it was a really good fucking dynamite though. I did too, man. I was all about I really it. Dug it. Yeah, me too, man. Um, but that I mean that was all I watched. Did you you didn't watch any E or anything. No, the only thing that I watched was um I didn't watch anything from the E because it was all pre-tape and it oh, was okay. all that raw was a best of. Oh really? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I and then uh, Let I everybody go home to their families. So it's funny to say that because they still worked house shows. They, they, I think they did it to let like the, the production crew and the TV crew okay. kind of stay home a bit. Yeah, yeah. So because uh, there's always the after the house show after Christmas at my, uh, MSG. Yeah, it's like one of their big right. shows of the year. Sure. So um, oh, and that's where Bray did his in ring. They yes, and beat against, jinder mahal yes oh jinder don't hinder the jinder um but no the only other thing i watched was the end of suzuki-gun okay. they had their like four on four match at the last Row Two show yeah uh it was cool at the end uh Iska came back. Yeah. And he came through the crowd of I a whole lot. He looked like a million bucks. Yeah, he looks great. He's an old man. He stole back his iron his iron fingers from Tiger. Oh, Chi. did he? Yeah. Oh good. It was so cool. They they like all like posed together at the end and yeah. shit. It was real real cool. That's good. Um yeah, they had saber beat suzuki at the end oh yeah he hit him with the saber driver to yell thank you suzuki like when he did it yeah it was cool i imagine it's gotta be cried it's gotta be saber goon well and saber said he goes this is just the end of like suzuki this is the end of dangerous techers yeah like him and he goes this is it he goes we're all going separate interesting i'm like that's very intriguing. I wonder, I wonder if they'll join or you know join other stuff. Be be independents. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because like Desperado's on a streak in the middle of this year and yeah, you know like Tai Chi may not you know he's done some better stuff but like you know your your Zack Saber your Desperado's, like those are those guys really are big yeah uh, and like Suzuki I don't think he's retiring I think he's probably just gonna float well down Suzuki a bit said more. he goes. Just because this is done doesn't mean I still don't want the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Oh, I'll, put I'll put it on him. Why I would, not? I would. I would. Why the fuck Why not? Why not? Let's do it. He's still one of the most believable wrestlers Hold on, on the fucking planet. for two months. Right. That's it. Right. Oh, it is a two-month reign? Absolutely. Have him beat fucking whoever wins the belt at right. uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Who Have not beat him at the New Beginning show. Right. Then your next big show, have him drop it. Right. And have White beat Okada. Have, yeah. Have Suzuki beat J.Y. And, have, and have, then in two have, months have, have Okada, Okada beat Suzuki. Makes sense to me. Right. I'd be down and, and that. And Okada and Suzuki have remarkable chemistry. Yes, so. they do. They absolutely do. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that was it for, that's mm-hmm. that's all I watched from this week. All right. That's all you watched. That's all I watched. Let's What everybody's been waiting for. They sat through uh, 40 minutes of us bullshitting about SOTYs. Uh We promised a year-end wrap-up show. This is it. And this is going to be our year-end wrap-up show. 2022. R.I.P. Uh, this is the last week. Uh next week we're gonna there's so much wrestling because of the new years with uh Manu Japanese wrestling. Japanese wrestling. Muda versus uh Nakamura. Nakamura and whatever the hell and I think uh isn't it like K- Keno versus Kaido K. Keno Kaido yeah G H C title. Yeah, that's gonna be good too. That whole show is gonna be the like killer and then Wrestle Kingdom next week. So so we're we're our schedule's booked. But twenty twenty three is gonna start crazy. Look at a year ago. When Noah had their biggest show ever, and how they shit the bed throughout the year, yeah, yeah. crazy, fucking crazy. Yeah, that we hurts. were we were so high on fucking Noah. Like I even look at the cards now, and I see like, uh, me Mia, and all those dudes are like second match out. Like they they haven't moved anybody around. Nope, the main events are still f- Fujita and. And I'm like, well, I don't care. Yeah, it so hurts. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh so what uh what topic do you want to go with first, here, uh, pal? Pal, I'm going to default to you. This oh. was you you named you you well, I mean we talked about it, but you All laid right. out the list. You're the driving force behind this. I All have right. my lists. All right. You you lead us through. All right. So I guess we'll uh start simple. Sure. What was your favorite show of the year? Oh. Your favorite event. Favorite event, best show of the year. So, I have two, in case you picked the one that I picked. Okay. Um, but... What, is it like a 1A, 1B situation? Kind of. Okay. Be- best show... So... Uh, it, my favorite show of the year is the pay-per-view we went to, because I had a fucking blast. Okay, that year. doesn't count. That, hey, that could count. Because, it's well, it's, it's your favorite show. But I don't think it's the best. And I went best show that anybody okay. put on this year. And... From an in-ring standpoint, my best number one show of the year is Forbidden Door. Same. It's definitely Forbidden Door. Uh, my my. As far as like pay-per-views and how fucking good they can be, uh, Revolution was really good. Yes. Uh, but Forbidden Door, uh, from the spectacle, from the fact that they actually were able to pull it off, from the fact that they were able to pull it off with all the fucking last-minute in- injuries and shit they had to do around yeah. everything... Uh, Forbidden Door, I think, is the best pay-per-view, especially in-ring show, uh, that anybody did this year. You know, as fans of, like, New Japan, yeah. um, we were super fucking stoked on it. Right. You know, if you remember the discourse around the time, a lot of people were like, this card fucking yep. sucks. This show's going to be trash. Well, Kenny was hurt. Yeah. Kenny right. was out. Punk was, was out. Right. You know? Yep. Um, and a lot of people were- Os- Osprey, like, they defaulted Osprey to OC, and everybody threw a shit bit about it. Yeah, because people were like, oh, you're wasting Will Osprey on and Orange they Cassidy. A they match. just go out and have the best right. match of the show. Right. Um, yep. You know, and I, I just remember being so fucking hyped about it yep. and watching it and just being so happy. Right. Like, holy shit, what a huge crossover event this was. Yes. Um that was definitely my favorite. My favorite uh, show. I of think the year. a really remarkable thing for this show too is us watching it with non-Japanese wrestling fans. Yes, and how much those people enjoyed it also. Yeah, because there was not a bad match. No, on this fucking show. I remember like the most shocking match I thought was. Uh, Swerve and Keith Lee against, like, Despy and, like, Yoshi yeah. and Connemara. Like, right. had no right being as good as yeah. it was. And it was fucking great. Absolutely. Oh, it was so much fun. Yes. Yeah, what a fucking card. What was Kingston on that? I don't oh, he was in like a six man. Was he in the six man? Yeah, it was him, okay. Umino, and I forget who else against Jericho Suzuki. Oh, right. It, and yeah. Sammy. Was it Mox? Probably. No, because no, Mox Tanahashi oh, yeah. was the main event. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah that's I don't but remember. But like, yeah, that's yeah. when uh, Shibata came out right. to save Orange Cassidy. Uh-huh. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Crazy what a event. crazy event. Crazy dude. event, great show. Yeah. Uh, and then we eventually got Shibata OC. So, oh, yeah. What a. What a Just a thing that nobody <sighs> thought would ever happen in wrestling. No. And like you could be as as happy as you want or whatever excited you are about Carl Anderson being in the WWE and we're working Wrestle Kingdom. That doesn't happen if Forbidden Door wasn't as successful as no, it was. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll go. Um the five wrestlers that you feel like yeah. should be signed to a major promotion in twenty twenty three. Okay. So we'll start you you will alternate. You you give me your five, and then okay. I'll give you my five. I don't have them oh, so we're gonna we're gonna go all five, not one no, no, and No, no, one and one. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't have them in any particular order. Uh, that's I just fine. have five people listed. That's fine. Uh so my number one or not my number one, but the first one I'm gonna say is um a wrestler that I really enjoy seeing, uh, that I think is still very young, but deserves to be featured on some some aew darks and involved sort of through that way to get the experience uh Edith's real. okay all right i like that I, I don't know that edith is ready to be thrown sort of like willow has been where willow had a handful or more of dark matches and now is a pretty big player uh but i think e- edith is talented enough and uh young enough that edith can start being involved in lots of stuff on dark they, they should have edith there most of the time and then to develop give Edith the tools the rest of the tools uh that she needs to continue to grow uh so it's Edith for for All right. Yeah. Cool. So, I have mine ranked. Okay. My number 5 the Samoan werewolf Jacob Fatu. Okay. Um I feel like he is too good to be an MLW. Okay. Um I feel like he could add a lot to Either AEW or yeah. WWE. I know we have like the bloodline and everything going on now. What's what's his relation to the the rest of the Samoans? He's he's oh, like Fatu. He, yeah. so he's a he's a real one. He's not one of Kishi's kids, though. right? Kishi's no, kids are no, all there. Yeah, that's solo and okay. the yeah. Usos. So he's just like a, a nephew or cousin, something like that. Mm, I can't I can't keep track yeah. to be honest. Because Fatu, you know, Rikishi Fatu, and that's you know, yeah. Um, sort of. I mean, he's. 29 okay uh he's trained by rikishi okay and the black pearl mm. and sin bodhi <laughs> um so he's the son of um uh Tonga kid oh okay so it's Tonga kids son. Uh, all right okay so cool. uh i feel like i've been seeing him on the indies for a long time mm-hmm. and i feel like he would fit yeah, and I don't sure. know why he's not. Yeah, that lineage always gets over. It's <laughs> just what, Seriously, it's, it's, it, just is what it's, it is. Seriously, it is what it is. Wrestling, particularly WWE, always needs some sort of Samoan presence. Yeah. I just think it, it just feels WWE. Yeah. Out. All right. You're up next. Uh, this one might be on your list also. Our gender neutral tournament pick, Max the Impaler not on my list no wow i I, I kind of forgot uh max is great max has a look uh and i would like for max to get on aew tv to show the world uh what sarah logan fucking isn't (laughs) there we go let's go boy (laughs) so that's max max is awesome uh if max could break bottles somewhere on television uh, I'm I'm there for it. So Maxi Impaler is my is my next pick. Yeah. So my next pick, and I'm going to kind of cheat on this one. Okay, I have a cheat on mine too because it's kind of a combo pick. Okay, but at, at the same time, it's not a combo pick. Okay. So my number four is that is the combination of the Boar and Erica Lee, oh. known as Gummy Boar. Okay. You could bring them in together. Mm-hmm. You could bring them in separate. Okay. Um. Erica's gotten some shine in some AEW dark matches. Sure. Um. I feel like she is ready to blow. Right. I dub them. You know, for the ECWA breakthrough. Um. Champions you know, there. Her championships. Her and Boar are probably my favorite tag team on the independents. Okay. Um. And I'd love to see them both get a, like get some shine. Yeah. But I could really see like Erica in that AEW women's yeah, division for sure, like getting her own place, because okay. uh, she Kawada kicks people, right? Yeah, and that makes me happy. Here's the thing I'm going to say, uh, and I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to make anybody mad. Uh, you know, or uh, friend of the show, if you will, friend of the network. Uh, you know, I've heard rumors, rumors allegedly. Let me put that out there about Boar, Allegedly, and I hope nobody gets mad at this. But I've heard rumors uh that that there might be a real handsome guy <laughs> involved somewhere. Uh in there. Uh ru- okay. allegedly. 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 Uh and you know, I'm not disrespecting Bor in any way. No. But, you know, uh they they took the mask off Andrade for a reason, you know what I mean? Easy on the eyes. So just saying. Just saying. Easy on the eyes, brother. Just saying. Uh, All right. You're next up. Uh, My next pick, uh, I'm going to move my order around a little bit. This is a cheat. I have a specific landing place. And this is a cheat because this person is an impact. (laughs) (laughs) All all right. I'll give you that. (laughs) All right. So, Uh, like, my thinking, like, when going into this, I was like, should I add anybody for impact? And I could have, but I didn't. I, I, I I only put this one person on my list, although they are a member of a tag team. Um, but uh, it pains me that this person never got more. It's Alex Shelley. Yeah. Uh, uh Alex Shelley is, seems to be very happy in his life. Absolutely. Uh, is whole is the New Japan Strong Champion is is an impact. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns are all over the place again. Yeah. And I could not be happier for them. If that's what he wants to do and he's happy where he is, that is fucking great. Right. Yeah. And I know that they had the one off. But there is no reason on this planet that I should not be watching a best of seven Alex Shelley versus American Dragon on TV for the next seven weeks. Fucking right, man. <laughs> for real. Uh, so, it's a cheat because, yes, he is signed in Impact and is working on TV in a few different places. But Alex Shelley never got what he fucking deserved for being as good as he is. As good as he continues to be. Yeah. Um, I want alex shelley specifically in aew okay i I think it'd be a great addition right we got a little tease of him in aew when they had that one off but we did um all right so my next one on the list and listen if this guy's like a fucking jerk off you could tell me okay because i don't i don't know anything about him like that Mm -hmm. so if he sucks fill me in please okay um alex hammerstone okay
1: I Definitely feel like he has the look. The
0: guy has the fucking look. There must be something. He's close. he's tight with MJF, and if he if, uh, that, if that ain't get him, I feel like he's on one of those like weird ironclad MLW contracts. Okay. He's the current MLW champion. Yeah. Um, Boss Fight Studios doing MLW figures. Are they really? Yeah. See those in twenty twenty five, right? Maybe. Um, but I feel like Alex Hammerstone. Okay. Like the dude is just. I don't know. He it looks like he has it all. Mm-hmm. Matches I've seen of him have been good, right? And yeah, you kind of wonder. It's like, what's why? Is it the contracts thing? It, who knows? Right. But I feel like that dude definitely could be a mainstay on either either yeah. program. Okay, I like so, it. That's where I'm going. Uh, my next pick. I'm gonna switch these up. They're not in the order on my list here. Uh, but I'm the my last one. I'm thinking we might duplicate on okay i'll be a little surprised if we don't uh so i'm gonna say that one last okay uh but this pick comes with my mindset of improving specifically aew's women's division which i am a big fan of especially after that hater sheena match um and lots of people have you know sort of decry the the women's not as good as wwe's this and that the other thing blah, blah blah uh i said it before on here She's had a couple little dark things. It's Trisha Dora. Uh, I love Trisha Dora. I remember watching Trisha Dora for the first time on Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium on one of the Beyond shows and was like immediately drawn. Like, who is this? What's going on? Uh, Oh, her finisher is called the Lariat Tubman. Uh, She rules. uh, And I think like much like I said with Edith Surreal, um, sort of get her involved on dark more and give her the tools in her tool bag that she doesn't have yet to get her where she needs to be true i think trish can be implanted uh anywhere in the middle to upper middle of this women's division be an improvement and get similar treatment to willow she's not as magnetic of a character as willow because nobody's as magnetic of a character as willow but trish can get in there and hang uh If not, be better than at least half that women's division in AEW. I get down with that. I like Trish Uh, a lot, so I like Trish, and that's that's my my second to last signing. So my second to last, Mister Stiffy McGee himself. Yeah, Josh Bishop. That's my number one. I knew we were gonna uh, the fuck that guy. I figured we were not under a contract. Right, It, it puzzles me. I feel like it puzzles me every day. Yes, I'm wearing a Psycho Sid shirt. This might as well just be well, a Josh that, Bishop that, shirt. That was going to be my pitch. Okay, what what wrestling federation on television right now doesn't need or could not use a Psycho Sid? Every single promotion should have a Psycho Sid. Right. that's well, a big bill? You ain't Psycho Sid. I'm no, sorry. No, you got the two G's though. Uh, yeah, but you're not Psycho Sid. Right. Um. But I love I love Josh Bishop. Yep. He's the fucking man. It's, that is that's and, my that was my last pick. I knew I figured we were gonna cross it's criminal over on that one. That he has not signed. Somewhere. Think of how over he would be in AEW with a foam fist, to fist bump all the yeah. kids when he comes out, or just man. punches people's hands for real. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, <punch. coughs> right. Or I've, I've it. seen the video. They're doing it. And it's punches punches great. knuckles. Uh Yeah, he. That's why you gotta put a little foam pad. you gotta give, yeah. all, you gotta give all the kids eight ounce. The clubs. kids could have. <laughs> listen, Josh. When you're walking through, you see the kids. Ah, eh, give him a little. Yeah, a grown man fucking game on right? right i'm trying to break your hand yeah so i ain't got nothing else that's my in- you can talk more about josh if you want but that was my so, last pick my number one and i'm this ain't a bit okay this doesn't be working shtick okay broski wow oh you, you lose only up to Adam or something oh, no only if mm. you let him not be zach Ryder. he has to be matt cardona Okay. Obviously, he can't cut the same lame ass stick promos that he's been cutting for the past year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the work that he's done since he's left that company, yeah. well, since he got fired from WWE, mm-hmm. say what he want about the dude, guy draws fucking money. Yeah. He just does. It's, it's a remarkable indie run. Yeah. And he's, he's done a really good job of for better or worse, protecting himself and growing his image. Yeah. And, uh, to bring up our friend Jenna again, uh, I said, uh, when they were visiting a few weeks ago that to this day, I'm impressed that Cardona went as hard as he did against gauge in that match, yeah. in that show that we were at. Yeah. Cause you can, you can get out there and do he it. Didn't that have match to. And you can, you can take a tube and get a cut yeah. and you know, Run the razor and walk sure. out of there looking like you were in a death match. He had a death. He, match. he had a death match. He had a death match. I'll never forget you saying, "If Matt Cardona is in a death match within three hours, I'll be there." Right. And we went, and you were both. You were like, "Yep, I'm happy. I'm fucking right. here." Right. Uh, that match ruled. Yeah, uh, he's not my guy. It's a great pick. I didn't even consider him. Uh, I. It, it's a pretty much a done deal. That he's going to be in the E. I would assume Chelsea got rid of her OnlyFans. She's going to be yeah. back. He can't be that far behind. Uh, I, you he's know, gonna have to, he the, listen. The one thing he's gonna have to do is change his diet. He's gonna have to start eating better. That's true. Yeah, because you, you know the they one they thing I know they test for broccoli <laughs> in the WWE. <laughs> the one thing I know that he said is like, if they make me get rid of like not do my podcast, yeah. I'm not fucking going right. back. We'll see. I think as long as he doesn't hang dog on the internet, he should be okay. You know, let Myers promote like AEW and everything else. Myers just extended with with Impact. With Impact yeah, yeah. yeah. you see, like Impact, they don't give a shit about like other promoting other right. places they don't care yeah um but yeah i i like i said it's that's not, being, a, it's, not it's not it's not a shtick or whatever it's yeah. it's legit sure the the guy like you've done all you can i feel like on the yeah. indies right and he had a great fucking run great run go back to the yeah go back to the yeah. two years right you know retire if make you want your, make your money save your money yeah yeah i you know if your wife is there you get to travel with your wife mm-hmm. You know, that's a big fucking deal. Right. Get so, somebody to, to watch your dog so your toy collection survives. That's a fact. Um, all right. All right. That's so, that I feel like those were good lists. I'm yeah. I'm we didn't cross over more on that one, but all right. Yeah. Um, I kind of threw this one at you before okay. the show started. Yeah. I have three top action figures for the year. Okay. Um, I don't know how many you have. Uh, I mean, I have, I have one in my brain and that's okay. all I really need. Well, that's fine. All right. So I, can, I, I, I have more. We can okay. talk about it. So I'll start then. Okay. My third highest. All right. The Hulk Hogan war bonnet. Yeah. That'd be my number three too. Okay. That's absolutely. my number three. Yeah. You know, just because how many times you, myself and Doug have sat mm-hmm. here laughing over yeah. it. I could send Doug a picture of Hogan in the war bonnet mm-hmm. and I know he's going to laugh. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And it's just the most absurd fucking thing in the history of earth. Yeah. And when you're when it got announced, you're like, dude, I'm pre ordering it right fucking yeah. now. I was like, Oh, I'll wait to see if it is. Sure enough, yeah. It's a Hogan War bonnet. I, I pre ordered that on the rumor that it was gonna be the war bonnet just just in case. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely fucking worth it. When yeah. I see it on sale, I'm like, I should buy two. I know. Uh. Right? Yeah. I feel like I, <laughs> yeah. I need to walk right. I need to buy I need um, to buy time to put a war um, bonnet for each one of my fingers. <laughs> right. I'm gonna learn how to make make actual helmets. I'm gonna make us all real war bonnets so oh we God, can wear that's places. So fucking sick. Yeah. Um, so alright, that's your number three as that's well. That's my number three as well, for sure. Number two for me? Yeah. We're gonna cross we might cross over on here too. I don't think we will. Okay. Number two for me, because it's so fucking insane and okay. stupid. Uh-huh. Lagoon. Ooh. Interesting. I they, never picked it up. They made a goon figure. Yes. I'm a proud owner of said goon figure. Yes. Um, it's actually like an incredible figure. Yeah. I see it on I see people selling it, and I always think about it, but I don't um, have an actual. And just figure. like the world of like where we're at with like d- wrestling figures, mm-hmm. the fact that you can make a goon figure. Yes. And have people like, what the fuck? This is sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, is pretty cool to me. Right. Uh, it's just, you know, I'm a sucker for new generation shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So my number two is the goon. Okay. How about you. Uh, my number two is the uh no holds barred box set. that's my number one so all right (laughs) so my number two no holds barred box set uh the packaging it's incredible the 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 ludicrousness of it um i don't need a zeus displayed i haven't taken them out uh i'd much rather keep them in the awesome packaging and have them on display that way and slide them open when i want to look at them uh that is it, it I remember how sort of gobsmacked we all were when they announced it. Like it was insane. how are you doing that? And then the packaging, like it's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. The box says what's that smell on it. <laughs> uh it there it's pretty fucking phenomenal. Everybody was super pumped about it. Uh one of the better sort of boxes that they've ever done. I agree, man. That's my number one it's for number sure. One. Uh all right. My number one, a shocker to nobody. Uh <laughs> Damien Priest. The Damien Priest. Right. We actually, Michelle and I were in Target the other day. And they have like three Molly Hollies oh. and like nothing else. Uh, but there was a Damian Priest, and she went, That's the guy you hate, right? Oh. Like like most of all. And I was yeah. like, Absolutely. Yep. Um, Hell yeah. But uh, my number one, a shock to no one. Uh, well, no holds barred, I'm counting the set. Uh, I am not counting the set for this one. The ultimate wrestling superstars, LJN ripoff, Terry Funk. Not ripoff, LJN tribute, Terry Funk. Uh... I don't think that's a shock to anybody. Uh, we, uh, coming in a year where I got two brand new Terry Funk figures, I'm a little surprised Chainsaw Charlie wasn't on yours. Uh, that Chainsaw Charlie figure is awesome, uh, but like, but in No Holds bar is weird. Insane. Yeah, but but it is it is crazy that <clears throat> Hogan is in all three of mine. Yeah. Uh, while I I'm not a Hogan guy, I have Terry fatigue, Terry, in, Terry that, fatigue in that that yeah. regard. Um, but just the the Terry Funk wrestling superstars, whatever line they call it um it's incredible uh it's uh, coming from the angle of uh who they've done for ultimates so far like if you look at that ultimates line it's it's hogan it's macho it's ronda it's becky it's you know like it, it's uh, brock and yeah, roman and roman Finn, sean warrior like, uh, right all these people mr t yeah um Thinking, and granted, they needed to package it with with Hogan for a reason. But the fact that I get uh, what will, will conceivably be the closest to to that era Terry Funk, the the, the 89 Terry Funk I'm ever going to get. This is, you know, a little earlier than that. WWF uh, Terry Funk in an ultimate edition with the new face scan uh, with a bunch of heads with the great looking soft goods. Um, I just am over the moon that it, we get a, a a Terry Funk treated this way. Fingers crossed we get an ECW Terry Funk treated this way with the ECW belt that Terry Funk wore, although I do ha- did have a little DM conversation with a guy who makes custom belts, and come January, he is offering that belt again. Listen, you know my dream Terry Funk figure. The the gray with the black from yep. the I Quit match. Right, yep, that's, that's the number dream. one. Right, that's the number one. I don't think they're ever going to do oh, it. Oh, that's my fucking dream. Um, me too. That's but the 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 ECW stripes with the right belt in an ultimate form with these with a, with a better face yeah. scan than what we've gotten I think is money and knowing that Bill McKean is a big Terry Funk fan that might happen possibility um, but just and the packaging is wonderful on that box set it's it's beautiful yeah I have two the Terry Funk is my number one because I am first and foremost a Terry Funk action figure collector yes you are absolutely so it could not not be my number one. Uh, even if it wasn't as beautiful as it is, because it is a fantastic job. Yeah, on that, it's point. incredible. Yeah. So, and the Hogan in the set's really nice too. Uh, but I just don't need another fucking Hogan. No, I would rather the Rip and the War Bonnet over. You know that and dude, that Hollywood Hogan Ultimate from last year. That Hollywood's amazing. It's, it's that, like it's perfect. The '80s Hogan Ultimate's really yeah, good too. Yeah, it's it great. Comes with the right belt. Yep. Like they they they, have they, they nailed, They've it. nailed it. Hogan. You're not getting that much different out of all these, but uh yeah, Ultimate Terry Fun. Like, I will buy Desert Storm Hogan when that comes out. <laughs> uh, I just have to. Yeah, but. I'm gonna buy Mr. America, but that's not Hulk Hogan. That's not I was gonna like say, Hulk. I don't know what you're doing. T- Dude, all right, real quick, that's I'm glad you mentioned that. I watched the Ringside Fest video last yeah. week. And the one dude that Ravishing Robert from Mattel talks about, it. he goes, Yeah, you know there's a Mr. Ho or Mr. America. And he goes, Yeah, it's his first time in the line, you know, yeah. because we don't know who Mr. America no. was. I was like, God, yes, I'm right. so fucking happy about the bit. That's it's um, it's 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 a bit that even Joe Sposto would approve. It's oh, uh, it makes yes. me so happy. Um, all right, so my next category I'll hit you with Yeah, buddy. Top five women's wrestlers of twenty twenty-two. Okay. Uh do I have this in order here? Um no. Okay. But I'll 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 adjust the order as we go. All right. Uh my number 5 uh is uh Ziya lee's Instagram. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh listen. You hear the sound of that grease? Listen. Uh and and uh Late comer, and I'm using that in the right term. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Making a run for the number five spot late in the year is Jade Cargill's Instagram. Okay. But Xylee's Instagram has gotten me through more months. Uh, number five xylee's instagram well if we're doing that then for me it's Gigi dole oh and also Zia did get to the main roster and she's got some important storyline oh not important but like involved (laughs) storyline you know like she she did there are they are trying to do things with her so your number five xylee my number five is xylee specifically her instagram yes all right well my number five is jade cargill okay the year of jade still we're still rocking absolutely Uh, went through a couple different transformations you know uh, Smart Mark gone Stokely mm-hmm. in Now Stokely kind of gone Yeah uh, Had different Different couple baddies mm-hmm. um, Do I think she's gotten better in the ring? Yeah Do I think she's still great? No No I, But I she think... doesn't have to be She's fucking Jade Cargo. Right. I think we I think she's behind <coughs> Where we all wanted her to be In ring <laughs> Um, But mm-hmm. But she's She's up front In a lot of other ways And that's what matters Yes I guess. Yes yeah, Grease it up God damn it. I, uh, you know, I tried not to. The but last two Instagram posts, buddy, like... It's just, just not... I said to you every time. It's not fair. It's not. It's wild. So how about your number four? Uh, my number four is... Uh, Eric Lee. Okay. Uh, ECWA, you know, a women's Super 8. Uh, first woman to hold the title. She held both belts there. I had to relinquish them due to an injury. Uh, Showing up on Dark... Uh, like much like you said in the uh, signings, uh, I think Erica Lee uh has most, if not all, the tools to 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 get moving. Uh, and again, friend friendish of the show, uh, acquaintance of the show. Um, but Erica is uh, a very nice human being. Yeah, very, and very cool. More, even more talented wrestler. Uh, and to see the success and like while ECWA does not mean as much as it once did. It is still uh, a remarkable thing to have on your resume, Sure. especially when you're breaking sort of a glass ceiling like that. in anywhere, um, but winning ECWA tournaments, the you know the Super Eights are to me a, a guy who got into indie wrestling in the late '90s, early 2000s. That Super Eight tournament means a fucking lot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so, so that's she's my number four. Uh, I think Erica is super talented and has the entire world in front of her. All right, I can rock with that. Um, my number four is Hikaru Shida. Ooh. Um, you know, she had to take a bit of a backseat this year yes. to some other names in AEW, but once she came back, um, I feel like she's been super invigorated in the ring. Yeah, looks great. Um, both literally, if you know, sure. whatever, grease it up. Yeah, uh, god damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, had probably the best. One of the best AEW, no, the best AEW women's match so far, her and Jamie Hayter. Yes, one of the best AEW matches, the best women's match. Yeah. Me. um, And, yeah, I just think that she's she's so valuable to that company. She's the anchor of that division. You know, uh, you stone. can plug her in against whoever, and it's going to be, she, look, she got a good match out of the bunny. I, I, dare, like, I you say, know? dare I say she's the ace of that women's division. More on that later. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my number four was Hikaru Shida. Okay. I like it uh surprisingly not on my list a little mad that i didn't put her on my list but mainly because i okay. think she has had that bit of a back a back seat um my number three is uh willow nightingale that's also my number three okay. is willow nightingale um, willow is fantastic i think we were all for the last year or two just waiting yeah. for that call yeah on willow uh if you've seen her wrestle once you you get it like that's the power of willow it's really interesting it's it's an interesting study in wrestling cuz it really just takes once that's it like you just that the magnetic personality very talented in the ring uh just has is the total is the is the Lex Luger the total package yeah uh all around uh, she has the NXT Bailey gene yes right kid, kid magnet right uh, absolutely you know i say the john cena effect the mm. orange cassidy effect yeah. Right. You're immediately drawn to them. The yep. kids fucking love them. Yeah, uh, Willow. Yeah, I agree. Though Willow, yeah. uh, you know, it was it, nice that we were all like kind of hanging out after the LVAC show where she got signed. That was that, a nice, that moment, was cool. Being able to show that around yeah. amongst people who knew her. Yeah, that was who real know cool. Her. Uh, it, it, just waiting. We were all waiting, holding our breath for this to happen, and to be to as it happened and then see her sort of get put where she's been put is super fun and interesting. Yeah, uh, and uh, still, God damn it. Uh, if you were going to pull that trigger, she should have beat Jade. I could still make the argument that she should still beat Jade. Yep. Uh, but I don't know they're going in that direction. But it's—it's it's really is a joy to see her on TV every week. I'm 100% with you, man. That's right. my number three as well. Okay. So you want me to do my number two? Yep. My number two is Bianca Belair. That's also my number two. <laughs> we're going to have the same fucking list. Yeah. Um, I know our top three. Yeah. So uh, Bianca is uh, a ridiculous star. Unreal, uh, Bianca also, uh, in a different way than Willow. But Bianca, also, the first time you see Bianca, you're like, Whoa, star quality! Yep, star quality like crazy. The hair, the long hair is the thing that stands out, you know, uh, like, the, the uh, gear and, though, like everybody like, knows the gear, she's gorgeous. Like, and I, I don't love talking about when we joke the grease and all that sort sure. of stuff, but it is a very important factor in certain areas of, of women's professional wrestling, it certainly helps. Um but on top of her game, uh, you know, sort of pushed through the downs, pushed through a lot of shit handed her way from booking that wasn't the best. Yep. Uh, and to be where she is, to be the star that she is, to hear the pops that she gets. And I don't even watch WWE that fucking much, but Bianca, you know. They tweet about her, she's tweeting about herself, she's out there, she's visible, uh, she's fucking fantastic, she's a star. Um, and sort of the generation after the horsewomen and the horsewomen are still hanging at hanging around. But Bianca has elevated to, if not past some of their levels, looking at you, Charlotte, um, Bianca fucking rules. To to, to look at, you know, I'd, I'd love to do like a case study mm-hmm. to see what happened to her at SummerSlam 2021. When Becky came back yep. and she got fucking squashed Yes. to where she came a year later at SummerSlam, beating Becky mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. You know what? What a yep. fucking ride! Yep, to take um, what's probably the worst possible call, like run sheet you can see, and be yeah. like, "Oh, this is okay, great." Yeah, uh, and it, then to to push through it and become what she is is it's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. and <clears throat> all the respect in the world for Bianca. Yeah. She's fucking Bianca great. rules. Hey, um, number one, uh, buzz, buzz, baby. Bzz. That's just what it is. There's uh, there there. This is. The solidly, the the most solid answer of, of all, so, any of these lists. So, on my way up here, I was listening to a podcast called Hard War. Uh-huh. You know, two dudes from, one of the guys from God's Hate, one of the guys from Harm's Way. Mm-hmm. Hardcore podcast, but they're yeah. both super into wrestling. And it, they did like a year-end, and mm-hmm. one of the questions was, favorite wrestler in AEW, yeah. and the one dude called just goes, Jamie Hayter, brother. Yeah. It's Jamie Hayter. Like, it's fucking Jamie mm-hmm. Hayter. Yeah what a meteoric rise yep. you know another one that kind of overcame a little bit of like a stop mm-hmm. start absolutely with, with the whole brit shit yep um being there to see her win that title was yeah. fucking awesome the fact Hater hive yeah is going strong the fact that she became such a star and you know uh, again very attractive lady uh but watching her in ring do the things she did over the last year is super impressive for her to be able to use that momentum to become a star and build a character and become so believable and so ready to be in this spot that Britt takes us takes the seat behind her with no argument doesn't feel unnatural it's just brit seconds her now doesn't mean that Brit's not the Brit's not the leader of this yeah. thing, but Hater is is convincing and ready, and people were waiting for it. It is the right – it's the absolute right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, – me, my men's was no, – my number one men's was also rock that I knew immediately who my number one was. Uh, but Hater is as rock salt as a pick at number one. There was yeah. no question. There was no – I can flip the order around on anybody else. It's Hater. Hater uh all the way it's just it's just what it is yeah. and she's just the all around most impre- one of one of if not the most impressive wrestler in AEW um just all around and i think i think uh a lot of people missed on her because when she first sort of showed up in AEW um you know she's always looked great but she had the straight hair with the one color sure. and the other. Yeah. And, you know, it, Bruce Pritchard would probably tell her she's 20 pounds or 30 pounds overweight, yeah. uh, and she's always looked great. But when she got that sort of glam up, it helps push her to the front. Uh, and then you see, you know, I remember talking about her catching a cross body for the first time. Being oh, like, absolutely. Holy shit. And just seeing her evolve and grow from there. Yeah. Uh, Hater in ring, like we just said, one of the best matches, best women's match, one of the best AEW women's match, or AEW matches overall. Yeah. Uh, it's Hater it's just what it is absolutely for sure it's jamie hater if you uh, i will i will allow argument for any other of my decisions but i will not allow argument for number one jamie hater you know they say don't die on every hill i'll die on. i'll, that die. I'll die in the hive absolutely buzz buzz all right so let's go to top five men's wrestlers okay. of 2022 all right this is where i think things are going to be very interesting yes uh if you want to kick it off with your number five my number five i hold on one two three four, four okay if you have an honorable mention i have a, i can. have an honorable mention okay because he hasn't been involved yet i'm gonna guess he makes my list for 2023 but my honorable honorable mention is is Takeshita okay uh i think they're still kind of dropping the ball with Takeshida because he's super hot and they should be doing more with him But he is getting his work in elsewhere. Uh, But at the end of 2023, he's going to be really close to the top of this list, I have a feeling. Uh, So, my honorable mention. Okay. Eddie Kingston. Okay. That's my honorable mention. I like it. Um, Not on my list at all. Getting to see him work Akiyama was like a fucking fever dream. Mm -hmm. Getting to see him work Ishii. Yes, was incredible. Mm-hmm. His work in New Japan, I thought, was a ton of fun. Yeah, um, a guy that I feel like got cut off at the fucking knees. Yep, why he's not on my list, um, you know, and through no fault of the, his own, the most. He's, and he's, that's what that's why I want to yeah. put him on my top yes. five. But that's my, he's a yes. horrible mentor. Top me. five guy I've had the most fun watching this year. Yes, but as far as stuff that's happened through no fault of his own, yeah. he was kneecapped a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right. right. So go ahead. Number five. My number five. Charles Montgomery Punk interesting Um, uh, brawl out aside uh, Punk had an incredible year Uh, and I can't deny it as much as I I dislike him Uh, should he be higher on the list probably but uh, you know still not his biggest fan Uh, but number five for sure he deserves to be on the list he may or may not show up on another list that we're going to talk about, um, but uh, yeah, number five is Punk. He just—you can't deny the year he had. You know, the dude—the dude got a chocolate bunny, got his chocolate bunny back, and then ended his year by by allegedly knocking out one of the young bucks. How do you not? How do you not make a top five list of life oh, Hall of Fame for me? Uh, I mean, he should be a top five for People's Magazine's Person of the Year <laughs> uh, for that alone. But yeah, you can't deny the year he had. You can't deny the matches he had—the dog collar with MJF, the tag matches with FTR. Uh, you just, you can't deny the, 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 what he's been doing. Um, so that's, okay. you know, it's he's my number five. Interesting. Yeah. My number five. Mm-hmm. William Osprey. Oh, okay. Um, I think. A shock to no one not on my list. He had one of the best in-ring years mm-hmm. of a lot of people in a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like he helped carry New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved before Forbidden Door, when he made in that interview, and he said, "I don't want to face one of the so-called top guys in AEW. Give me Orange Cassidy for ten minutes, and watch us mm-hmm. blow the fucking roof roughest place. Right. Give me Jungle Boy, right. like he's a young enough guy where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's got the name where he doesn't necessarily, and a lot, that was a lot of people's thoughts was he doesn't need to like wrestle a, a guy like." like an orange sure. Cassidy sure um but the fact that he has enough sense to be like no I like I know how fucking good he is yeah and I know how good I am uh you know the matches he had with Zack Sabre Jr. throughout the New Japan Cup mm-hmm. uh his G1 run I thought was fucking incredible um you know now starting 2023 off you know even look at the matches him and Ozzy open against the elite like mm-hmm. Fuck man they tore the house down. For sure. Um so yeah, I'm, my number 5 is Lil Osprey. Okay. All right. Um my number 4 is uh it's a, it's an interesting reason. I think I think this guy uh a lot of people thought that he was washed up that that his best years are behind him and maybe they are. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> no. Uh, Maybe in 2023. Um, But a guy who who I think people think that way, and maybe they're not completely wrong, but I think this guy proved with, uh, I would say, at least three five-star matches this year, uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Okay. Uh, Is Ishii's best years behind him? Yeah. Uh, But a lot of people wrote him off, and I still think he deserves an IWGP title run. I still think he's completely believable at that. Absolutely. Um, But the exposure that he got in the U.S. this year is great. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he had uh, that match against Tana, that match against Eddie, that match against Jericho. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Like, those right there are at least three, to me, five-star matches in the course of the year. Uh, I could look through any Shingo. Yeah. Great one with Osprey. He's had some really good fucking matches this year. For a guy that everybody's like, eh, his style's boring. He's maybe not who he was. We're winding down. People are out of your minds. Uh, You're out of your minds. And the exposure that he got in the U.S. this year makes me so happy. Uh, We've said it before. It's no surprise to you. Uh, He remains my top, my favorite dude in Japan. I love him so very much. And to see him have these matches and to see, like, to be there live for Eddie and him. In D.C. That was crazy. Uh, you know, to which was also some kind of, sort of, somehow, weirdly, um, like, the beginning of, of Eddie's journey to Akiyama. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, is really, it was just really great and really cool. And we got to watch a lot of really cool fucking wrestling this year. Yeah, we did. And I was really glad that we were there for that one. So, my number four is is Big Tom, the the Stone Pitbull himself, Tomohiro Ishii. All right. So, my number four... Is Phil from Chicago. Okay. It is CM Punk. Yeah. Uh a lot of points you made are exactly how I feel. I still think the MJF story is the best story AEW's ever done, mm-hmm. and nothing's even come close to touching it. Um Him that entrance at that pay-per-view when he busted out AFI yeah. and the gym shorts and the straight edge jacket, like fuck man. That was the coolest shit ever. Like We're sitting here on your couch, fucking Doug popped, Mm -hmm. Joe popped. You like we were just all of us like, this is so cool. Like, um, you know, yeah, it's it's a shame how things worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think he had like a nice program with Moxley. Um, you know the Hangman stuff, whatever. It's just I'm still up in the air on that shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, um. I don't... I, I think it might have been 2022 still. You know, uh, like, the, the... Well, yeah, it was the promo, like, with MJF. Like, MJF, will you be my Valentine? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, that's one of the coolest yeah. promos he's ever cut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after MJF busted him up, like, going back and, like, cutting the, the old, like, Ring of Honor, like, I will become a monster to fight the monster of the world promo. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, you know, some people might look at it as, like, rehash. I look at it as... No, this is the shit that made him. Mm-hmm. We're just putting it on a grand stage for the first time. Right. Um, and yeah, I you know, I love punk. I'm a kind of a bit of a philopologist. Uh but yeah, I'll put him at number four. Okay. For sure. All right. Uh my number three, uh I have him here listed as my number two, but I'm shifting him down to my number three because oh, okay. I realized the mistake I made. Uh Booking on the Fly Brother. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson. All right. Uh, again, a, one of my old favorites, but a guy who is clearly having fun. Yeah, who is such a joy to see have fun. A guy who you know, uh, years ago now came back from really bad injury and whatever, but a guy who's very open with. I don't need a title. I'm not interested in any of that. Let's have fun. Let's wrestle. Let's teach. Uh, I think he's out there having banger opening matches on dynamite every weekend just just for no reason right, just like, for fun and just saying like just uh doing like uh follow that motherfuckers yeah uh and by doing that i think he's upping the rest of these shows i think when you have to follow brian danielson you're like ah oh, shit all right well you There's know, a I'm, certain level of like, walk this in-ring respect that mm-hmm. you have to have right. when you're there with Brian. Danielson. Absolutely. And the man was is and will always be my favorite Ring of Honor champion. Uh, the man who I fell in love with, who was my favorite wrestler in the early two thousands. Uh, to see him have the run that he's had since, uh, then go down with an injury so so sort of tragically yeah and come back and just have a run where he's having fun and having amazing matches or is really really uh just so much fun for me and uh i just i think he makes everybody he wrestles look better and i think he's a he's a credit to aew as much as someone like chris jericho is as much as i don't want to say it but these are two guys who don't need to be doing anything else in wrestling that they don't want yeah. to uh, and maybe dragons a little less like attach myself to the next star, uh, but you know he doesn't need to be out there showcase putting you know having showcase matches with Ethan Page on a dynamite. Sure, uh, but he is because he wants to and he's having fun, and that that puts him on my list strongly at number three. Well, I feel like a dummy because he's not on my list. Uh. Well, that's all right. Uh, my number three is the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada. Okay, uh, New Japan. Uh, as you often say new japan goes as okada goes yes absolutely um i thought he had a great year you know uh getting to see him in person yes. again was really cool you got to see him for the first right. time and like i said you man when that dude enters the building like yep. energy just fucking changes he, like, had, it, he had the privilege of tagging with eddie kingston he did see that <laughs> um you know i love okada yeah. he's one of my all-time favorites you know what? He won the G one. Was his third year in a row winning it? I think so. Yeah. You know, never. I don't. Has it ever been done before? <laughs> yeah. Was it Tenzon that won I three years been in ten, a row? I, I think Tenzon's won three, but not three in a row okay. or something like that. Um, you know, remember. that's a big fucking deal. Yep. Um, you know, he's got Jay White on the fourth for that IWGP Heavyweight and Title. It's, it's his time of year. It's it, it is. This yeah. is where he shines. Right. And uh, yeah, so my my number three. Kazuchika Okada. When Okada is is all said and done, he's going to have the, I don't know that there's ever going to be a guy sustained at the top as long as him other than like Hogan. Yeah. Just, just sustained at the top. Yep, I agree because he's been the top of that company for at least five years now, if not longer. Oh, longer! And he's going to have at least another ten as the number yeah. one guy. It's I would say he's had probably ten years. He's yeah, ten years because he's yeah. been the raymaker for ten years. Right. He's going to be the number one dude for for until he decides until he, he wants to walk away. Uh, there it is. Until and he decides not, to and that's gay. that's a remarkable thing. Yeah. All right, my number two. Uh, I know we said wrestlers. This is a tag team. This might be your number two also uh FTR uh, yeah how how the fuck uh, could it not be man there, there's to me there's only one one person that could beat FTR's run this year and we'll talk about both of us we'll talk about that in a second uh but FTR's run is is uh, is, uh, is it ludic- was a, it was a fucking god tier run it's ludicrous um, 2022 is a god tier year right. for FTR uh they they started the year uh, maybe as one of them being whiny little bitches uh and and basically turned everybody I know onto their side yeah everyone uh, I think we were hesitant uh like other people in the well they're really good in ring but god are they annoying in person they 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 rightfully somehow rehab that image although I worry for bald sure. uh with this podcast where he's going to he's going to drop himself back down but uh those guys sign a blank check when they're when they're available like next year yeah. whatever they want to do they can uh, go they can do whatever the fuck they, they wanna want to do um but their year has been phenomenal yeah. from their matches with punk and doing all that stuff uh the briscoes stuff yeah the, the Brisco trilogy the, the, the iwgp stuff. stuff the Ozzy yeah. open stuff just everywhere they go they have a they've had banger matches with every single fucking person um you know bald just wrestled with a broken ass against the yeah. ass boys even uh, like look at the singles your bald had right yeah crazy Holy shit and yeah. so you know they they just lost the triple a title Yeah. uh so did sammy and tay because they they didn't have a single match they got double booked brother yeah um but uh they're gonna lose bishop gonna beat them at wrestle kingdom um just what it is yeah but uh, maybe maybe not maybe they'll decide to spend more time there who knows shock the world but their their run as a tag team is unmatched this year yeah uh there hasn't been like a top tier tag team like this i feel yeah. in a long time you yeah. know as much as people try to tell you like the usos are better and i listen i like the usos just fine i right. think they're fun you're not at ftr's level right. they they just yep. the year they had was just some yep. of the most wild shit yeah the only other tag team that impressed me almost as much was the acclaim to watch them have their come yeah up. i agree but with they're that. not out there doing what ftr is doing no they're they're a different type of entertaining yeah. um number one uh to be selfless in 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 selfish times some some people say they're terry funk and harley race (laughs) yeah others just are there there was no other option uh it's john moxley 100 percent um mox has had the year we all waited for him to have uh his AW run has been what we waited for him to have. Uh, especially after being a dude in like a gas mask and a fucking fur coat. Um, but this year, his title run was fantastic. He was he was given nothing to eat but shit. His redemption at every of a right. human being. Right. Like, he you went you know, rehab, the... it seems forever ago, but that was the beginning of this year. Yeah. Uh coming back from that, uh, you know, having a kid, I think that might have been this year, it might have been the end of last year. But um, Just everything about him this year has been so phenomenal. Yeah. The just shit sandwich after shit sandwich of uh, political wrestling bullshit that he had been fed, that he ate happily and turned it around. Just saving that AEW's ass over and over again. A lesser lesser businessman and a lesser lover of professional wrestling would have just said, fuck it, I'm going on vacation. Figure it out without me. Uh, you know and, what he does? He doubles down, signs a five-year deal, right. and takes on a role as a fucking coach. Right. Uh, he's Ugh. having great matches. He bleeds in every single one of them, which gets you extra fucking points in my book. Uh, he is the wrestler of the year. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's interesting that both of us don't have Roman Reigns on our list. Uh, I think Roman's run is great, but Roman's not doing it's, a it's, ton. It's different. Yeah um somebody compared it the other day i saw a graphic of like he's coming up on cm punk's like days as champion yeah and it's like cm punk had over a hundred more defenses yeah. than reigns did right and i get it like you mm-hmm. know tribal chief keeps sure. the champ special wb's a wildly different company they're barely wrestling at this point it's yeah. just what it is yeah but mox is out there wrestling <clears throat> another guy like i said with danielson having fun doesn't you know, mean doing what he's doing, and I even like think at that point like it could have been like a Sami Zayn too. Yeah, but it's just I don't right. know. Mox is just like, yeah. just for what he's fucking done for yep. wrestling, you know? Uh, yeah, right. For that company, for himself, for wrestling, he has made seemingly uh, if uh, most of if not all the right choices, uh, and has been rewarded nicely in I'm sure paychecks. And also in gratitude and, uh, if it exists, fucking karma, because that dude deserves it all. Yeah, man. And, you know, he has his wife traveling with him now. Uh, Sorry, his hot wife traveling with him now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, yeah, he's just another dude out there having fun, wrestling great fucking matches, bleeding all over the place, and doing it the fucking right way. Yeah, Mox, uh, his year was just fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love the guy. I've loved him forever. But this year really like right. put so, it over right. the top, and what I had fun this year was watching like you be like, yeah, he's the fucking guy. I always I you know? always liked him, yeah. But like I love him, yeah. Now and it, you know, and we say the 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 Terry Funk and the Harley races. People saying they are, and people who who, yeah. who are, and that and that's a really big thing. And you know, uh, is is he actually Terry or Harley? The, he's got a lot of years left in this business to to reach that level, but. What we mean is like the mentality, a lot of, the approach. A, a lot of people will stand backstage or go on social media and talk about the things they're going to do for the business and the things they'll do for the company and how great they are and what should be done and what shouldn't be done and what they'll handle and what they won't handle. And there's other guys that shut their fucking mouths and do it. Yep. And they lead by example and they show you who they are and what they're going to do. Yeah. And that's Moxley to a T. Oh, 100%, man. He, so, he saved that company's ass right. more times this year. It's right. Just... In, in a in a year when the uh, a group of executive vice presidents caused one of the biggest wrestling shitstorms in the history of the business, John Moxley, lowly professional wrestler, uh, has put that company on his back and yeah. said, no, fuck you, we're bleeding our way through this. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, I, I love him for it. God, I really it do. Makes it makes me so happy. I really do. Um. All right. Well, there's three categories left. There, there are. So this one, I feel, is going to be pretty obvious, Okay. But I'd like to talk about it anyway. Okay. Your three biggest stories from professional wrestling in 2022. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to share on, on some of these. I don't think all of them. At two uh, out of three, I feel. Yeah. My number three is and listen this year was a full of a lot of fucking stories oh insane wild shit, shit happening uh we don't mean storylines we no, mean stories real shit <laughs> uh my number three is sasha and naomi walk out that's mine too. is it <laughs> we're gonna batch it's huge yeah. it's a dude it's huge i, I was thinking and about it today when i was kind of like re, right. like reading over everything again that's a big fucking it's, deal i man. think it's getting overshadowed because of the crazy year that we had yeah it's huge like I love that Stone Cold Steve Austin came back at WrestleMania. and for a great match. I, I, that was awesome. one of the best things. ever. Kevin Owens was the right guy to do it. Yep. That was fucking great. I had so much fun. It does not touch no. my top three. <laughs> no, it, it it's scary, dude. Like you look at that night, and yeah. you know I wasn't watching Raw that night. Mm-hmm. I don't think you were watching Raw that night. And all of a sudden, Twitter turned into like a shitstorm over this, yep. and WWE addressed it on Twitter. Then they go on the air and address it mm. and call them unprofessional for walking yep. out. And you're thinking, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, what weird storyline are they doing? And then it just comes out like, no, this is legit. They fucking yep. left. Yeah. It's, like they talked to Vince massive. and said, This fucking sucks. And, we're out of here. Right. It it would be as massive. So if they end back if if she and Naomi end back up at the WWE, fine. Because so much in the fucking wrestling world has changed. Yeah. But even if they were already back, this is still the number three biggest story. Yeah. To to have the balls to say we're being mistreated, I'm as good as anybody else that you have. You're not treating me like that. In some ways, you're treating me worse. Yeah. Uh, I, I know my value. I'm gonna walk. Yeah, do something. You know about this it. this creative doesn't make fucking right. sense. <laughs> and uh, to add on to the power of this story, the fact that conceivably in less than a week she's gonna be on in fucking New Japan. And like New Japan and AEW. Right, and AEW is insane. Yeah. Because New Japan Historically, did not cross over women's wrestlers. That's no, a thing. that And that's started. A, I would say That's, that's a, a big thing story. too. Now is there crossing over? The year they decide to do that, there's women's matches on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, fucking Sasha Banks is going to be there, even yeah. if it's a fucking one off. Yep. it's huge. And big if she deal. goes to AEW, it's bigger. If she goes back to WWE, I hope she gets all the fucking money in the world. I do too. Um, but uh, people want to say that Sasha isn't that fucking good. People want to people people have taken. Very quickly to slandering Sasha about mm-hmm. her in ring ability and her talent. Uh, and she's I, in a Star Wars, right? She's <laughs> in a fucking. She doesn't even have to work ever no, again. She's in a Star Wars. She has she's a made. Star Wars action figure. She's yeah. made. Yep. If she wants to pursue acting, whatever it is that she wants to do, she absolutely has it. Yeah. Uh, that is my number three. It Same is. Dude. It is. In, in a different year of professional wrestling, this is hands down the biggest story. It's a big Of her fucking telling deal, Vince dude. McMahon to go fuck himself. Yeah. And w- literally. I her heard Naomi, Naomi just saying, you know out. what? We don't fucking need right. this. And <laughs> who knows where Naomi's going to land? I yeah. hope I hope that Sasha is is taking her and involving her. I hope so, too. Because Naomi had her back. Yeah. You know, I understand Naomi doesn't have a draw to New Japan. I get it. Uh, I would hope if AEW is where they end up, they both end up there. I still think, I think Naomi's talented. I do too. Uh, I, I don't think she's as talented, uh, but she has other assets that she can bring to the company. Uh, and yes, I meant that. Um. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that's number three. Yeah. Uh, number two. I wonder, it, 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 it has to be. A brawl Out. 100%. Uh, it, uh, we all know the we biggest We were just story. fucking still talking about it today. Right, exactly. Like, um. It, it it is it is one of the biggest uh backstage shit shows in the history of professional wrestling that night was like such a fucked up like collapse yeah, right like i'm driving home from your house and you're right. like dude yeah throw it on right. like it's <laughs> like if somebody had security footage of when mr wonderful beat the shit out of vader in, in shower shoes yeah like yes it, it's it's that big it's what could have been that big of a wrestling backstage legend except we essentially watched it play out Yeah, we just and, didn't see one part of it that's right it. and it, while saving a dog with a man's name a man with a dog's name bit someone so the best, it's, the, it's the best <laughs> uh we've talked about it ad nauseum yeah. here it's just what it is yeah the number one story uh is uh, quite possibly the biggest story in wrestling ever uh it feels like decades ago at this point uh but nothing can overshadow the fact that vince mcmahon got got vince got got uh he did it to himself yeah he can be as delusional as he wants and thinking he can come back it ain't gonna happen uh sayonara uh vince was doing a lot of shitty things and was uh I don't. I'm not going to say actively because I think he honestly thought he was right in everything. So like he wasn't purposely trying to tank that company, but he was hurting that company more than anything else. Yeah. And whether the conspiracy theories are true, and maybe they are, and they sure as hell are fun to to yeah. to believe that it was a scheme by Somebody by family members. of that story out there. <laughs> um. Yeah. But uh, Vince getting ousted from his company. Uh, it's just insane. It's. It, it was one of those like. Uh, people are going to be writing books about this and doing documentaries on yeah. it for a hundred years. Definitely thought he won't leave until he's dead. Right. Absolutely. And that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, did it is to himself. Kind of wild, you yeah. know? Even thinking like, well, we're going on like six, five, six months of it now yeah. that he's gone. Yep. Uh, right. What, a, what the, a wild situation. The, the ultimate. Oh, what are these? The consequences to my actions? Whoops! Like uh, the guy that you always thought was untouchable, right? I mean, the the literal face of professional wrestling yeah. for the last fifty years. Like, not I mean, not that long, but like since the eighties, everybody knows Vince. Yeah, everybody knows Vince McMahon. Oh, it doesn't course. matter if you like wrestling or not. You know, everybody who Vince knows is. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, so it is. It's the. It's just outright the biggest story. It's yeah. just. It's just completely what it is. So with that leading into. Mm-hmm. Your top three predictions for 2023. Okay. Uh, so I, I have, let me just leave it. This isn't an honorable mention. This is a an idea that I had that isn't a prediction, because I have a different prediction, but this you is something it. I'd really like to see. So I don't think this is going to happen. But what I would like to see, and then I'll get into my third pick, is I thought of this, and I thought it would be a lot of fun. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston – with a tag title run. Okay. Is that on your list? No. Oh. I have a variation of something. Okay. Involving the two. It'd be a ton of fun. Like. Okay. Remember how fun it was. When they stole the Young Bucks shoes and shit? Yeah. It was hilarious. Uh, I think. That's how they posed in the ring with Sting And they were all fucking bro <laughs> right. out. It was so cool. I think. Uh, if you could do that. And. It, you know. If there's not a spot for Eddie. Uh, anywhere else. I think that's a really good spot for both of them. I think you'd have a lot of fun. Have them just bleeding and kicking ass as a tag team all over the place if blackpool combat ends up falling apart doesn't look like it's going to but anyway that's just the, what i want to okay. see happen my number three prediction is that uh sammy Zayn beats roman for the title okay uh i know we've talked about it on here i know it's basically been squashes that's not going to happen uh but still wishful thinking to me that is the logical conclusion to this storyline. Uh, I'd you, love it. If you can't elevate Sammy to that level out of this program, you never will. And I think uh, that's what I would love to see. I think that's that's the most interesting way. Yeah, it makes um, the most sense. I, it doesn't make the most like marquee, put it on a billboard, run it on your ESPN way. But from a wrestling standpoint, it makes the most it, sense. It you, pa- It pays off your wrestling fans, your right. core audience. Yes. Stop trying to reach for the, like the ESPN right. Sports Center moment. Right, give wrestling fans pay reward. Wrestling fans right. for being wrestling exactly. fans, and you have all these clips of Roman smirking over his shoulder, and like everybody picks that up and runs with yeah. it, and they're like, "Oh, Roman's got something planned." And Roman's doing this. It's not what it appears. He doesn't love Sammy as much as he thinks. Well, the ultimate end to this is that. He ain't tricking Sammy. Yeah. Sammy's Sammy's waiting for it. Yeah. Sammy knows it's going to happen. So and he'll get the better of Roman because Roman thinks Sammy doesn't think any wiser. Yeah. And so that's my number three. All right. So my number three is going to tie into my number two. Okay. So I'm going to do both. Sure. My number three is Eddie Kingston wins the AEW title at Grand Slam this okay. year. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it would be. One of the biggest fucking moments. When's Grand Slam? Uh, I don't know, okay. six months or so from okay. now. I think. I okay. think it's like a June show, sure. maybe July show, maybe okay. August show. I don't know. Um, hometown. Hmm. I feel like what fucking more does he have to do? Mm-hmm. And and you know I know the big talk as well. He doesn't care about it. Like mm-hmm. maybe that's not important to him. Yeah, it's important to me. goddammit. He said he wants. Them. Uh, you know. Like I know, he said, "Oh, maybe I'll just wrestle Kenta on a fucking pre-show. That'd be fun, you mm-hmm. know." Uh, no, Eddie more than deserves this fucking title. I see he did there. Uh, he he deserves this shit, man. Yeah. And I think it would be such an emotional moment for him to win this fucking title. Okay, against who? Whoever, I don't give a fuck who has not okay. at the time. If it's okay. MJF, it's MJF. Okay. I haven't beat MJF okay. in New York City. That's that's, my that's num- insane. That's my number two. Okay. My number two is Eddie beating MJF for the title. Doesn't matter where, but I think MJF has a good long run and avoids Eddie, and Eddie shows up, and, and it's time to fucking go. So, here's where my number two ties in. Yeah. Um, they teased something on AEW this week. Uh-huh. Uh, with the House of Black. Trying to say, eh, maybe Eddie, the people you have closest to you, may not really have your back. Mm-hmm. And Eddie kind of was like questioning Ortiz a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have Ortiz turn on Eddie. Okay. You could have Eddie and Ortiz feud for a little bit. When Eddie's down and out, and Eddie's got nobody left, mm-hmm. who comes to get his back? John Moxley. Okay. Who's the guy who's always had Eddie's back? John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy that's going to be in Eddie's corner when Eddie wins the title? John Moxley. Who's going to be the guy that stabs Eddie in the back and turns fucking heel for that belt? Mm. John Moxley. Okay. Uh I think Mox is going to turn heel this year. And I would fucking love sure. that exact situation to happen. Uh, there's, there's almost no other way for it to happen. I, it, like, he's he's beloved by too many people right now. I don't know that there's anybody that he could turn on. Like, I don't know that there's anything he can do other than stabbing gigantic baby and, face Eddie Kingston in the back. And that's what I mean. Yeah. If you in, in if New you look at Moxley a little bit it would it, be that'd be like a it, fucking riot. They're gonna happen. have to call an ambulance and sneak Mox out yeah. of New York if they if they had. when I say turn his back I mean really yeah, beat the right. fuck out of Eddie. Right, right, right. Um Yeah. It, it has like I don't know, if I'm sitting there and I'm Tony Khan mm-hmm. and I'm booking six months out, yeah. Have that written in. I think yeah. it would be I mean, that's great fucking insane. Yeah. Cause if you you know look at Mox versus Takeshita, mm-hmm. Mox was getting some booze. Mm-hmm. Look at Mox MJF in full gear. That was an mm-hmm. MJF crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mox is the guy, and they've even kind of like talk about it on TV a little bit, like during one of his matches. You know, he don't give a fuck if you like him or not. He's there to beat your ass and win. That's yep. what. That's all he wants. Yeah. And for to see like an actual heel john moxley Mm -hmm. on main television which they have not done yet in aew they They teased it before he went to rehab yeah he was starting to turn a little bit remember Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah but to see him you know pick up eddie when eddie's at his lowest when Mm eddie has got nobody left to encourage eddie to tell him you can fucking do this Mm -hmm. and then finally when it's done man Oh, the fucking turn would be so insane, it would, dude. For sure. Especially if you do it at Arthur Ashe Stadium in yeah. New York. Yeah. Eddie's fucking emotional wins the belt and you're the only guy you have left. Right. Fuck well, you. And, you know, like and, oh I'd be insane. And the thing is with that, if if for whatever reason they're worried about Eddie being able to sustain a run on top, he doesn't have to have it for long. He doesn't. He doesn't need it. No, you could Just have give give him the moment and have Mox take it away is really that's like uh oh yeah i think it's and that's where i look at it as it's it's yes it's part fantasy booking but eddie more than deserves that fucking title Mm -hmm. that crowd loves eddie so much still and he fucking earned it and he deserves it yeah and i want to see a mox heel run yeah i think it's time thank you for everything you've did for us Mm -hmm. there's nobody that could boo you in 2022 right 2023 Let's take that character and flip okay. it on its fucking head a little I like bit. I'd oh, be so. I good. like it. All right, you're you go now. So right. I don't know what number you're on. I'm my number one my, cause my number two is Eddie Kingston beats MJF for the okay. title. Okay, I think our number ones are going to be very similar. My we'll number see. one is uh, 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 an acronym on uh, AEW TV gets gets a slightly new meaning. Okay. What. You may have called, or other people may have called, That Bitch Show. Okay. The TBS Strapola. Okay. In 2023, after Jade hits those 50 wins, becomes The Boss's Show. Oh, look at you. Look at you. All right. I could I can get down with that. Sasha Banks comes back, comes to AEW. Does not necessarily start out hunting the main title. Yep. Because I think she overshadows too many people in that group. Yeah. I think that Sasha goes after Jade. Because Jade loses nothing by losing to Sasha. Jade can transition into the main picture. And Sasha has a title that anchors to a TV show. You could put Sasha on fucking rampage wherever you want her and people will tune in and you have that the boss show with the tbs strap that's my number one i get that with that Uh, that's cool i think after 50 it's it's that's it for jade uh and i think just the two personalities clashing between jade and sasha would be incredible it'd be fun television uh and that's i think that's a lot of fun i think the 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 tbs i don't know if they could use the boss i'm sure they can figure it out but uh, I, I that's my number one. I think that would be a lot of fun, and, and uh, conceivably, right now, the only thing that uh, keeps Jade uh, on top while losing, because nobody in that company can can argue that they shouldn't lose to Sasha. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, and if you, I think if you make her, if you put her in there as the main women's title, then you have a hard time finding reasonable challengers. Yeah. Uh, while I think you can do the TBS title, and she can. Have a run like Sasha. She can wrestle anybody, or like, like Jade. because She can wrestle anybody, or you can throw Britt in there for a one-off or, or whatever, or whatever you want to do. But I think that's the that's the way to do it. I can get down with that. And then if maybe you're not super into the two titles in the women's division, and you want to do, let's say, a women's tag title instead of this mid-card title, I think you can use Sasha to combine the titles. I like that. I can get down with that. But that's not part of my prediction. Just Sasha beating Jade to become the boss show. I'm into that. Yeah. So my number one prediction, CM Punk will return Ooh. to professional wrestling. Hmm. I don't Let's see coming to think Smash think Master? I don't, <laughs> I don't think... In my heart of hearts, he's a cheesebur- like- cheeseburger at LVAC. I mean, I'm gonna fucking I'm love that. Fucking great. Oh man, having Joe Call a punk match would be <laughs> hilarious. In 2023, oh God, it'd be so great. If if CM Punk shows up at an LVAC show, I'm gonna make uh, uh, April come, recreate yes. her CM Punk sign and show up. I was gonna run at the microphone <laughs> and Joe's on commentary and just scream Billy Jack Whitmer, the hillbilly Jesus. Um, CM Punk's gonna return to pro wrestling. Okay. I would love for it to be AEW. Yeah, I would love for. God, there's so much fucking money you can make. Uh huh. I'd love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a a box that he has unchecked is New Japan. That would be where I would place him. Um, I the most think potential for money, the protection from the drama and the matchups. I think he can go there and dominate. And you're only going to get more eyes on New Japan. Mm -hmm. And listen, I understand New Japan. You love your relationship with AEW. Sure. You got to look out for number one, though. Mm -hmm. And if for whatever fucking reason you have a chance Mm -hmm. to bring in Phil, yeah, you do it. But if you can can main event some big time Japanese shows with Jericho going over there, uh, there's three off the top of my head right now are... Immediate main eventers bringing in a ton of money in any venue you want to put them in. Uh, and Punk, but makes probably the same amount of money per match that this whole AEW contract was yeah. worth. And it's Okada, Naito, and Osprey immediately. Yep, immediately line them up. Yep, make it happen. Fourth to Gucci, but that's for another day. <laughs> that's I would say Tanahashi, too. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. what I was supposed to I be. I would put Tana over Osprey only because Osprey. Uh, might be a little too young. <laughs> might be a little too quick. I would be a little too surprised. They for might get. Yeah. That, that might try to break down into a shoot if uh, it's yeah. gets outpaced a little bit. Yeah. So let's put them in there um, with Tana. I can. If it's not New Japan. Yeah. Um, money fucking talks, brother. Sure does. Maybe. It's- part-time WWE guy. Listen, he ain't going to be the first guy to say he's never going back no. to WWE and taking a paycheck to go directly back to the yeah. WWE. Yeah. Um yeah. I could see him go there. I don't know what kind of run he'll have. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting, like FTR Ball talked about this week on his podcast. You know, Phil didn't want the belt. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, I he understood, mm-hmm. but he didn't want it. He said he just wanted right. to have fun. And it's kind of like that Danielson thing, too, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't want the belt. Right. I don't need it. Like, let me just have fun company. You know, and and hey and like phil said i get it mm-hmm. i totally get it you know we'll, yeah. we're gonna do this but um yeah i think by the end of the year you will see cm punk back in a wrestling ring okay i like it i just don't know where okay i'm, but, I'm but here but you'll for it see him, so we'll see all right last category sir this um, is it? my favorite part of wrestling okay your favorite part of wrestling this is it I, it should be okay the matches top five matches so all right i have top five matches I went out of my way though to give three honorable mentions. Okay, because maybe three out of my top five are uh, the same matchup. Okay, um, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I don't. I, okay, I, there, there, there is, uh, there, there, there is. Uh, I'll run. I'll do my honorable mentions. You are your honorable, yeah. honorable mentions, and we'll run. No. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll two off the top of my head right now. Uh, o C Will Osprey. Okay, uh, was a fantastic match on a fantastic card, and uh eddie ishii from dc yeah uh also the aw match they had was also very good but uh eddie ishii in dc was fucking fantastic those yeah. are my honorable mentions okay. uh the eddie ishii makes <coughs> honorable mention for a very uh specific reason it's not in my top five that we'll discuss yeah. shortly uh but yeah those are my honorable mentions okay so, go ahead. so i have three honorable mentions mm-hmm. my first honorable mention is October 1st, New Japan, Royal Quest 2, mm-hmm. FTR versus Aussie Open. Okay. Uh, FTR is kind of f- first or second real New Japan match. Yeah, um, You know, they built the house kind of on that, on FTR Aussie Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, that match was fucking incredible. I thought it's two of probably the top five tag teams in the world going at it right now. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought it okay. was absolutely incredible. Another honorable mention I have. Mm -hmm. uh, This is from a company that I kind of went out of my way to pay more attention to this year. Uh, September 25th, DDT's Who's Gonna Top. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the card. Mm -hmm. It was the champ, the KOD champion, Kashuzada Higuchi versus Takeshita. Mm -hmm. Uh, The match, it's like maybe 15 minutes. This was, I believe, Takeshi's last match before coming back okay. over to the States. Um, if you've paid attention to any DDT at all this year, you know Higuchi is kind yeah. of the man right now. Sure. Uh, has like that old school look. Mm-hmm. Big guy. He can fucking go. Yeah. Um, I love this match. And paying more attention to DDTA this year, it, it made me very uh, happy seeing kind of his rise. Good. Um, do I think he's the next big thing in Japan? Maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um I heard there was a really good match today on the Stardom card that people are yeah. like, "Hey, might have stole like match of the year contender," but I just right. didn't have time to watch it. Yeah, that and, that and that's an interesting thing about about doing these lists is like it's only what we watch. So like, yeah. there's a plenty of other wrestling out there sure. that we don't get time to watch. Stardom is supposed to be crazy. Yeah. We haven't watched a ton of New Japan this at least the back half of this year. Yeah. We fell off of Noah. Like we were we you know, Yeah. shit. Life weird, happened. But, right. Um, but and then my last honorable mention from the January fifth episode of AEW Dynamite. Okay. Hangman Adam Page versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. All right. This is the one where they both blood buckets. I and have that as five stars on my list. It my, was my extra year. violent. Yeah. Um haven't seen that level of violence in like an American television match in a long time. Mm-hmm um i loved it yeah you know at the beginning of the year i'm like how the fuck is this gonna get topped right uh and i'm you know it didn't make my top five for the year mm-hmm. but it, it was one of them match that like i kind of went back and i watched it in the last two weeks yeah it holds up okay. it fucking holds up man um i'd go out of your way to rewatch it because god is it violent and yeah. it kicked off the show and it was so violent <laughs> um okay yeah though uh that's uh my three honorable mentions all right uh here are is my number 5. Uh what I would consider an unorthodox pick and might uh, might surprise you a little bit. But we say all the time that like you we know, we love in-ring wrestling. We're both sort of work rate marks if you will. Yeah. But moments matter too. Absolutely. My number 5 is the 2022 Anarchy in the Arena nothing wrong with that dude yeah. um it was great yep it's an improvement upon the other anarchy in the arenas it was a blast to watch and <laughs> i think everyone sort of forgot the insane image of eddie kingston covered in blood walking down to the ring with gasoline ready to actually commit a murder and just dumping it all over danielson and jericho yes oh um wild thing playing throughout like three (laughs) loops oh my god uh it's a great match for for the kind of gimmick match that it is but it is full of those kind of moments um this was and sadly you know eddie doesn't get necessarily the payoff with the jericho thing in the way we all wanted it to be but my number five anarchy in the arena was done so well and for the moment of just scared. Go look back at that picture. That is scarier than you remember. I remember. I, Shav- promise you. I remember Shivani on the call. Yeah, being like, "This man is insane. Yes, like he's an insane person." Oh, yeah. uh, so good, dude. Yeah. So my number five is from Ring of Honor's Death of dishonor July twenty third. This is the best two out of three falls match uh for the Ring of Honor Tag Titles, the FTR versus the Briscoes. Okay, um, this is the third in the trilogy or the second in the trilogy Mm -hmm. least strongest in the trilogy lesser of the three. But God fucking damn it. Is it like, like that's like saying, Oh man, this steak, uh, it's still, it's fucking amazing, but I know there's better. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought it was incredible. Uh, FTR, you know, just one of the matches that cemented their run Mm -hmm. this year. Uh, the briscoes more than holding their own. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with that as number five. Okay. Let me, uh, I have I have my thing written here. I just for whatever reason uh forgot to write down. I have the date but not what it was from. You don't have to have the date, it's all good, man. Well, I don't have what shows from oh, I oh, only have oh, the date. You don't have to even have the show, man. It's all good. Uh it is I over prep for this shit. Okay. You'll you'll know what it is. Uh <clears throat> it is Tomohiro Ishii versus uh Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Yep, okay. Um from five one, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh let me, f- let me see if I can track down the... It wasn't the, Dominion. No, let me see. We'll be back after these we'll messages. Hold on, oh, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Uh, right here. Was it wrestling, wrestling down Dunt- taco? Yeah, it was, it fucking, was, it was Dunt- right, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, this, so... This, I went back and forth with this and Ishi Eddie. And I think this is better. I think this is better because, much like I was talking about Ishii on my top five wrestlers list, people also tend to think that Tana doesn't have it anymore. And both these old fuckers were like, uh, fuck you, we're doing this. Uh, so do you remember the story leading into this match? No. It was supposed to be Tana Osprey. Okay. And this is where Osprey got sick, where he had the oh, like kidney right. infection. Okay. And they put this shit together yeah. in like two days. Right. <laughs> Uh, I love this match. Yeah. This is, this is one of the keys to Ishii's being on my top five wrestlers of the year list. Uh, him and Tana tear the fucking place down. Uh, Ishii never disappoints. Uh, Tana rarely, if ever disappoint. I don't know that Tanahashi's ever disappointed his entire fucking life. Never. Uh, I love this match. This is what beat out. So I I think I, the reason why Anarchy in the arena got number five is because I needed it at any moment. Sure. On my list. Mm-hmm. And it is great. And this is my Ishi moment. Ishitana Tana, slightly better than Ishi Eddie. Uh, not by much. Uh, I do remember this match was a bit. fucking amazing. Go back and watch it. I fucking love it. I love both these guys so much. And it was sort of a statement. Like we we still got it. Don't you yeah. don't you worry about us old folks. Yeah. Well, two minutes into the match, the knees feel fine and we're gonna fucking go. Yeah. So and, and Tana stepped a little out of his out, out of his element. It was more of a sort of throw down Ishii style for him too. So it was that, that's yeah. my number four. I love that match, yeah. so I'm with you. Uh my number four from September twelfth, the uh just tap out Taka Taichi Despy Mania show. <laughs> One of my favorite title shows okay. of the year. In the death match, El Desperado versus June Kasai. Mm. Um, I st- have gone back and watched this a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a death match that I feel you could stomach even if you're not a death match person, because mm-hmm. they do a crazy job of telling a story during this. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, listen, it's fucking brutal, it, no doubt. The wrestling of the match though is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. You know the post match promo afterwards, where June Kasai like telling El Desperado stop wanting to die. You need to fight to live. Like you need to, you want you should you should want to live, not die. Mm-hmm. You know uh, that shit like weighed so fucking heavy. It was like such like the like it's this is why I love pro wrestling. You have the fucking crazy monkey and Desperado just bloody as fuck mask ripped off and they're like it's such like a like a weird beautiful moment mm-hmm. um you know like he gives them the rose and like he pressed for him after the first match and shit and it's like oh it's so fucking weird and pro wrestling's so weird that this was such a beautiful thing yeah um so yeah that's my number four okay. uh this match definitely stuck with me throughout the year like ever like since i saw it in september mm-hmm. um I didn't expect like a ton out of this and then watched it and went, Oh my God. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's my number four. Okay. My number three from new Japan professional wrestling from March 26th, 2002 from a random event in the middle of the new Japan cup. Okay. Zack Sabre jr. Versus Shingo Takagi that was close to Mon Mayan. uh that match is incredible uh, a clash of styles yeah. uh shingo uh mm-hmm. on a uh, still on a great run a great heavyweight run saber maintaining the his ability and seemingly uh the the new japan cup te- seems to be his like his thing this like he deal. Yep. It's when he comes out and shines the most uh the finals he goes on against naito right yeah. it was saber naito in the yeah. finals uh him Shingo, uh steal, match stealer of the tournament. Uh just a great thing. Go watch it. Uh I just I love these guys. I love the match of styles. So Zach Saber Jr. might be the best like styles clash wrestler. Yeah. He you know? works really well with everybody. And and I love like I'll never forget that match him and Ishii mm-hmm. and that won the US title tournament. Yep. One of the craziest fucking things. Yeah. I remember us just sitting here being like, I can't believe how good this yes. is. Yeah, incredible. Um so my number three uh, from Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, April 1st, I believe it was. Mm, okay. Uh, FTR- Matt Taven versus <laughs> Rhett Titus. Fuck off. Oh. All the way to death. Madison Square Taven. Ugh. Uh, FTR versus the Briscoes. Okay. This was the first match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember sitting on your couch that night and yeah. seeing like Twitter kind of pop off. Mm-hmm. And we were like, alright, let's see what we got. And we watched it and we were all both just like, yeah, that was fucking it, man. Uh, that is fucking incredible. For sure. Um, it's It started off like, I, I thought this was, I, at, like, after watching this, I go, okay, this is my match of the year. There's mm-hmm. no there's way no, you can fucking top it. Right. Uh, it got topped. But um, I love this. I think that this established that these two teams had so yeah. much chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they did my favorite spot to watch you cringe, the suplex off the uh. apron of the floor during this um you know FTR got the win in the match uh and yeah I think that's when they w- they won the ring of honor yeah. tag titles that night so okay. that really kind of like kicked their year into gear sure. uh, on that so that's For my sure. number three all right my number two uh early contender uh what I felt was almost untouchable when I watched it uh from Noah the New Year January 1st of 2022 yeah, goshizaki versus Nakajima. Uh a match that got us so incredibly pumped for Noah that uh eventually just flittered away. Not by not by us flittering away. No, they they it away. They flittered away. They flittered it away. Uh but this match is insane. Uh we said for the longest time that Goshizaki is the best wrestler on the planet. Uh this is one of the matches the reason why Nakajima is a menace. We've been calling him that for a while. Um, Scary man, and this match—the first of the year—I was like, "There's nothing's gonna beat this match. This is the best match. There's not who you cannot come close to this match," Uh, and it's, it's my number two. Okay my number two kind of forgot about that match mm. but it's so long ago man right. it's almost a right. that, year that, ago. well and that's the hard thing about doing these lists is that it's it's sort of you know a, what have you done for me lately Because sure. that's what's most most prominent in your mind thankfully i kept a very rudimentary list and was able to pick from this year but yeah i tried you know i tried the same but yeah, yeah. um so my number two And mm-hmm. it might surprise you that this is my number two okay ring of honor final battle okay December tenth, mm-hmm. double dog collar. Wow, you're number two. Is my number two, Briscoe's wow. FTR. Hmm. Um, what the fuck could be your number one? I'm, I I knew I was, was going to wow. throw you for a loop with this shit. Okay. Um, Briscoe's FTR. Uh huh. Uh, quintuple blood. Yeah. It's it's the ever elusive quintuple blood. One of the best tag team wrestling matches I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. One of the best wrestling matches I feel I like have ever seen. Um, if you were to like really like break it down, I'd probably say this is my one B. Okay. Really, it's yeah. my one B. Um, I fucking love every part of this. Kay. It's chaos. It's brutal. Yeah. Fucking Mark Briscoe getting yanked off the top rope on all the chairs on the outside is yeah. still like one of the craziest visuals. Um, so I'll say it's my one B. Okay. I like it. I'm very intrigued. Uh my number one <laughs> Uh I I cheated because it's my list, so fuck you. Uh oh. not you, but anybody. Um FTR versus Briscoe's Trilogy. Uh I wanted to sort of spread the love uh, a little more in the top 5. Uh So, and I, for whatever reason, my brain didn't think we'll just do honorable mentions like you did. (laughs) Uh, So it's all good, man. (laughs) I cheated. Uh, I think because you, I don't know that you could separate these matches. Uh, I think they tell a larger wrestling story. You're 100% right about that. Yep. Uh, I think they're all important to each other. I think your order is dead on. That second one is the lesser one. Yeah. And that third one's the best. Yeah. That the dog double dog collar was fucking insane, yeah the elusive quintuple blood um if I had only picked one, that would be the num- the number one uh that match is fucking crazy, but the series the story they told over this year that we got these three matches that in January seemed improbable, yeah. really, the first match was April first, the yeah. last match was December tenth, yeah uh. It, it is it is a story, you know, and we talk Flair Steamboat and their series and all that sort of stuff throughout wrestling history. There's always these series, and a lot of times they're spread out. Uh, sometimes they're not. AEW likes to do these series of matches, so on and so forth. But uh, I think that this is an overarching year-long story. Uh, while I would love to see these guys wrestle each other forever, I don't think you ever need to do it again. You know, that's so funny you say that because I feel the same fucking way. Yeah. But this is something you could always go back to. Uh, I think, like, like you you and I were going to pay for it. Like you and I were talking, like, later that night, and it's like ladder match, right? Cage match, right? Because there's still shit we can do. I I would love for them. I don't want them to. Right. If if say you're going to do it, do it in Philly, so I can come see it. Oh my god! But like New Jersey or New York or wherever, just give me like under (laughs) five hour driving time. But um, yeah, I just I think this story the year the trilogy is is a remarkable piece of wrestling uh it's it is it is a shame but the right decision that the that the briscoes are persona non grata on regular tv i completely fucking get it uh as I, as we've said listen not not our fight right exactly not great people they've they've redeemed themselves there's a story of redemption there there's a, there's a conversation about about forgiveness and moving on that uh maybe it's not my place to have yeah. But these matches have been incredible. Yep. Some of the best work anybody has put out. Uh and uh worth worth the price of admission. And while I don't want them to see it again, see it, have them do it again, I, I will happily lay down my money much to, selfishly, to selfishly I want to see more. Right. Uh but that that's my number one. Uh let me cool, just man. guess really quick at your number one. I'm pretty sure thinking about it here, it just came to me the light bulb. I don't know if you saw the light bulb go off. I'm pretty sure it's Eddie Kingston versus Marafuji from House of Glory. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. That's the number one match that pissed you off the most. Sorry. Uh, you're right. <laughs> My no, no. You're right about Wrong that. Wrong list. I w- I, now I wish I had that category. Things, Most things that pissed me off this year. <laughs> House of Glory. I paid for that card. We almost drove. I would have burned that building to the fucking ground that night if I drove... A couple hours to see Kingston versus Marufuji for seven minutes, <laughs> motherfuckers. Dude, they just had Kenta there. Uh-huh. Dude, I fucking love Kenta. Kenta's in GCW too. Do you know how out. much I? No, he wrestled CZW. CZW. What did Do you know I say? how fucking badly I wanted to go see Kenta? Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't get my money ever again. Oh, well, there you go. You I, no. Yeah. No. Is that Booker's T? No. Oh, that, that's Master P. No, uh, no, I don't know. Maybe it is Master P. <laughs> Hootie who, I'm a no limit soldier for life, but like, fuck that, man. Nah, damn it. Now I wish that was another category. <laughs> All right. So my 1A. Mm-hmm. From August 18th. G1 Climax 32 Final. It is Master P. Sorry. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay. Okay. Um, I love the G1. Yeah. I think it's my favorite time of the year of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, G1 this year had what? what was it four blocks? F- fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I love the story between these two that's brewing still. Osprey can't beat Okada. Mm-hmm. Osprey turned on Okada, but he can't beat him. Um, and in this match, still, Osprey cannot beat Okada. Osprey busts out a V trigger, he goes for a one winged angel. Um, he hits a Styles clash, and the story was that he was trying anything of guys that have beat Okada, mm-hmm. and he can't get it done. He still can't fucking get it done. Okada wins with a couple rainmakers. Uh, you know, it was a special moment. I thought in Japan, the crowd was just like, "Fuck this, we're making noise," you know, like, right? Uh, and they were going crazy for this. Um, Okada again not that he needed to cement his legacy as like being one of the greatest of all time, sure. but winning the G one again, continuing that story with Osprey, the sorry kid, you still can't beat me. Um, I, I loved it. And uh, I went back and I actually watched it again this week. Cause I was like, okay, is this really like my, my number one, my one a. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I go, yeah, it is. Okay. It definitely is. Um, it's a special match. And I, uh, I feel like more people need to show it some love, okay. I feel like it's like a forgotten classic almost yeah. it felt like a like I remember when it happened being like, damn, that's a g one final mm-hmm. that's what a fucking g one final yeah. f- should be mm-hmm. and I went back again and i, I yeah it's it is it's a g one final man uh, I remember the match it is it is very good, uh arguably, I think the best ospreys ever been, yeah, um but Uh, As him uh, not even considered for my list Uh, He is I think we're a good microcosm Of professional wrestling He is a polarizing Fucking professional wrestler And I think that even when he has A really good match And he he does have them very often It's not the style that I like or whatever He has them very often Uh, I think it drops out of The sort of minds of a lot of people Because he is such a polarizing individual Yeah um, but yeah, that's all right. I, that, I should have seen that one coming. An uh, Okada matches your number one is never the wrong pick, right? No, I mean, never. That's, that's just what that guy does. Yeah, dude, he's so. the fucking man. Absolutely. I uh, I loved that man. Yeah, and uh, it made me very happy to watch that again and be like, yeah, that's good. it. It like reaffirmed it for yeah. me. So good. Um. So yeah, dude, that was twenty twenty two. That's it. Another year down. Another year. Another year above ground, crazy, brother. God. Barely. Barely. How the fuck are we still going? I'm I not don't know. sure. I don't know. We're still still riding, bro. By, by weird, you mean the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly weir. what I mean. 2023. Um, 2022. Great year in wrestling. Yes. Um, you know, return a bit to normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. You know, 2021 was still a little touch and go here. Wrestle Kingdom in a couple of days with live cheering is going to be a really funny. You're, you're going to feel it. Yeah, You're going to fucking feel the it, The wrestlers are going to feel it, too. It's... It, you know, I like watched an interview with Okada and Tanahashi mm-hmm. talking about Forbidden Door, and just saying how fucking good it felt mm-hmm. to be in front of a cheering crowd again. Right, and with them allowed to cheer again on, on Wrestle Kingdom, it, it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, Omega's return. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's going to yeah. be a, it's going to be a fun kickoff to the year. That's for sure. Nakamura wrestling Muda on yeah, the right? first, like super weird, fucking crazy. Um, I'm excited, though, dude. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good time. It is. I'm excited to see what comes our comes our way. I'm going to assume at least two, if not more, AEW shows. Yeah, we'll see, I dude. imagine we'll get a pay-per-view and a couple Dynamites again yeah. or a Rampage or yeah. what have you. More LVAC. Uh, more LVAC. We'll, we'll see yeah. what, what else is floating around. As long as we're not dying. Right. <laughs> you know. But uh, that's it. That's all. Did you, uh, did you buy anything? Did I buy anything? No, it's not all, though, because we have the gift exchange. we do have our belated gift exchange. Oh, the belated gift exchange. Well, I didn't buy anything. No, I didn't buy anything either, I don't think. Cool. Cool. That's right, the gift exchange. Belated, because we haven't been together in a few weeks. No, Um, we have not. uh, I've been sick. The weather's been been gross. Uh, I can tell by the, the, uh, the bag that is in front of me and the tiny box that I put in front of you that you have outdone me. You don't know this year you don't know that we'll see i'm very nervous that the thing i got you you already have but i don't think you do okay well, but we I, shall see if i have it do you want me to sell it uh like like oh like, my god like sell it that way <laughs> <Not> actually physically <laughs> sell it uh uh that's up to you pal if you do have it i will uh i'll find something else and we'll discuss it later on down the line but, okay, well, does that mean I need to open mine first? Uh, it does not matter. Whatever you, right. however you want to do, you are finagling with all kinds of things over there. Okay. So. All right. You. I, are, something of yours is very cheap, but okay. I'm finding. Uh, it doesn't matter who goes first. If you want to go first, you can go right ahead. All right, I'll go, go first. Ahead. All right. right. I'm Very excited. God, I hope you don't have it. Should I close my eyes? You don't have to close your eyes. Closing my eyes. Okay. Am I ripping anything I shouldn't be ripping? Uh, well, you can feel the box. Just rip the paper. Feel your box. It's a box of some sort. Yes. Let me open my eyes. Ooh, what is this? Oh, I don't have this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I don't have (laughs) this at all. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't sure if you ever went down the NECA route. No, dude, you just created a monster. I know I did, brother. Uh, Wrestling figures are very hard to buy for you because we both buy what we want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which is why I asked for a picture of your collection, dude. Uh, And I so uh, like so I could actually describe it. Yes, um, go ahead. So. This is uh, made by NECA. This is a Halloween two two pack, which is my personal favorite Halloween. Which is why I picked it. Um, of Michael Myers and Loomis. Mm-hmm. Fucking dude, it's so cool. And even has the Michael Myers buddy fucking eye face. Right. So, oh. it, so look at the back. Loomis comes with real guns. Right. Look at the back. It's the on fire. Oh my god! And Loomis has an epic. There, you could put him on fire. Yes and Loomis has the extra set of arms so he could take the trench coat off so he's just dude, in the suit This, ro- <laughs> Oh man, Loomis even has the lighter hand uh-huh. Dude, this kicks every single ass so. I'm so fucking pun You just <laughs> Brother, you don't know what you know. just did I know I did Oh, thank you so much, yeah. dude uh, I know that's your favorite Halloween It is my favorite Halloween uh, there's, There is a pack of it that's oh. Loomis and Lori but it's all soft goods, really. Oh yeah. no, man! This is where uh, it's at. So, but these look incredible. Dude, it even has like the fucking pumpkin with the skull. Yep. Oh my! Yeah, god. it's it is such <coughs> a I'm cool dying. Halloween two. Like dude. a couple different moments: the bloody eyes, the on fire. Fuck man, so, dude! Yeah, dude. Look at the syringes, the scalpel, the fucking... Hand. Oh my god! I want to go home and watch this right now. Yeah, this is the coolest shit, oh. man. I didn't you're think you. I didn't man. think you went down the Neca route. And, nope. And look what and you're gonna do. I, I think look what you're doing to me. Right. I know. Uh, well, you do have the <laughs> thing one. I think Neca made that. They right? They did. Yes. Uh, and that yes. was that was close because there is a Kurt Russell. You know, thing I almost one. bought that a couple weeks uh, ago. <laughs> that, that's really cool too. But this, knowing Halloween uh, two is your favorite. It's my favorite. And fucking that this Halloween is such movie. a cool two pack. Yeah, dude, Neca doesn't so, miss. They brother. don't, man. They do really good shit. Oh, oh this is fucking scary for sure. You're the fucking man. Good. Thank I'm cl- you. So I'm much, glad you dude. like it, dude. Oh, I fucking love it. Uh, Are you kidding me? It's, it's super fucking rad. Dude. So son of a bitch. I'm uh, <laughs> I need more. I need more. I need fucking more. I almost bought fucking Jason from Jason Lives. Because yeah. NECA makes that. I, I'll, this, this is my this is my fucking favorite right. Halloween movie. I'll happily tell you to stay away from Monster Toys uh, because they have everything. Is, is that where you went for this? Oh, you son of a bitch. Dude. Yeah, up in Dixon. All right. Uh, well, look at you shopping small business. I'm, yeah, I buddy. Like it. So, all right, man. Yeah. This fucking rules right. so much. Oh right. man, now I feel like my gift isn't gonna live oh, up my to God. yours. All right, am I going in here first? You, yeah, it's 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 a plethora of things for you. Whoa. whoa! You have many things here. Whoa, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Wow. All right. So, put it on the floor. if you want to do right. one by one, one you can. All right. So, whoa. if you remember. Yeah, the night that I was sick in the hospital, uh huh, I sent you. I was like, "Hey, man, look at these fucking books, yeah, yeah. man." Yeah, yeah. Then you are like, "Oh, those are really cool." Those and I'm are. like, "Fuck, there it is." All right. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, they're by um, yeah, I believe they're oh. by Jonathan Foy. John Foy. Yeah. Um, they are. Uh, your favorite era of professional wrestling yeah is all japan pro wrestling right absolutely um so the first book takes a look at like the exodus yeah uh, gunbaru how all japan pro wrestling survived the year 2000 roster split forward by fumi Sato. yes that's cool and then the second book hey, is, Eddie kingston's quoted on the back yeah what's his quote i enjoyed it and learned some stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> like a kid reading right the a book exactly report. yeah that art's really nice on it, too. That's really cool. So, the second one oh, yes. is The Mudo Years. The Mudo Years. So, this was also written by Jonathan Foy. Yes. Um, you know, he's a small-time artist, or small-time mm-hmm. author. Yeah, it's, like um, it's all self-published or whatever. Yes. So oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, this was about, like, you know, uh, kind of like the follow-up piece to the Gambaru book. Yeah, 2002 to 2011, it says in the back. Yeah. So, you know, these are the only two he's written so far. Yeah. Um, I have them on my radar. Oh, my God. These look awesome. Dude. Yes. Uh, I love, like, so, uh, again, we've talked about it on the show, but, like, uh, All Japan is my favorite. I'm fascinated by the the circumstances of the exodus and yes. Noah. Yeah, That much, Noah very much carried on the tradition of All Japan. Like, it lost <laughs> it then. But also, you know, Mudo is your favorite wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite Mudo is this era exactly. where he comes into all Japan as an old man and just reinvents himself, creates arguably the most stolen professional wrestling move in the shining wizard, at least of the two thousands. Yeah. Um, and like really carries that company and Tenru's on the cover because yep. Tenru at this time is also having his, I'm 53. I'm going to murder you years. Exactly. Quada, the only one who doesn't leave and he's pissed off about yep. it. And then Koji and, uh, is it Taukiya? i don't know the blonde guy there i'm not no, i sure. don't remember it could be um but these look awesome man that's incredible. yes so and i remember con- so a conversation we had january 1st last year yeah. was about like the exodus from all all right Japan and stuff but and it, I, it's I, hard to find anything over here because people just don't know it, that yet. exactly so yeah. i was like I, th- I thought those two books were pretty cool that's awesome i love the art on these two these are incredible yeah and that was another thing why i figured you'd yeah. like it as well that's rad all right now you, you have back. more jeez okay so the next, the next three things are all, all companion pieces. Oh my God, what are you doing to me here? So these wow. are all Jay uh, okay. Crowned, an illustrated guide to the champ. What? Yeah. So this is done Whoa. by Matt Charlton. Okay. Matt Charlton is Chris Charlton's brother.
1: Oh. Chris Charlton, the commentator for
0: English commentator for New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he did three of these books whoa um i thought the illustrations were pretty dope yeah they're awesome and it goes through the history of championships in japanese wrestling oh these are so cool the one cover got a little fucked up which i you know felt bad about um dirt and cookies it's good yeah yeah dirt and cookies exactly so this is these are wow yeah Yeah, there's that many dragon kit oh quack and push yeah (laughs) uh uh-huh yeah oh yeah these look at that ultimo yep Oh, man. And so Matt Charlton did all the illustrations himself as well. That's awesome. Which I thought was really cool. So what? Yeah. So it's everybody. It's It's, everyone. Oh, wow. It's everyone. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. like who they lost to and everything. Exactly. It's like complete histories of like titles and stuff. Blue Demon and shit. Blue Demon and shit, brother. Wow. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I am going to be a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And that's like, hey, man. I know you. I know These are you're more of a reader than I am, well, but sure. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I thought that they were pretty dope. Yeah. So, so um, I wonder, like, what do they end? Chron- chron- chronology? Like, I, what is? I don't remember. Oh my God, I can't wait. Um, I know the big book, the the bottom one, the J Crown edition yeah. is like the last one he put out. Yeah. Um, I think the one you're holding might be the first edition. Yeah. This is yeah, volume it's volume one. one. So it has Suzuki, Nakajima, Morishima. Yeah. One, two... Oh, okay. So this is the GHC heavyweight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And it's some classic matches in here. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. All right. So and, then, that's and then you got five books. You got one more thing at the bottom. All right. One more thing. Uh. So this is a, an official program from the 1995 All Japan World Tag League. Whoa! So, <laughs> holy crap, dude! No, yeah. you definitely beat me. I got you one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely won. <want> <laughs> hey, man, I try. Um, this is crazy. So yeah, um, found somebody like selling a bunch, and I was RVD. like, RVD. yeah. And I was like, oh, 95 All Japan's like kind of sweet yeah. spot, you know? Uh, for sure. So yeah, it's the official program for the whole tour. Wow. Um, it got a little bent, which wow, I was bummed about. Good. Um <laughs> that old fucker. Oh yeah, hell yeah, Dory. brother. Hell yeah, Dory. How's Dory team <coughs> this thing? I forget. Some of it's like in color, some yeah. of it's not. Oh holy demon army. Yeah. Oh, but god. I was like, okay, that's like an official piece all of right, like all see. Japan. Yeah, like, man. you know. That's rad. Yeah. Oh my god, hold on. Alright, let's see. Let's see who the oh look at the the Stan Hansen art.
1: Yeah. The fan art in the front.
0: Yep. Whoa. There's a lot of cool jumbo, shit. Jumbo, old man jumbo i Japanese. All right, so we're looking at uh, Furnace and Crawford, or Furnace and LaFon, depending on what era of gentlemen. <laughs> the Patriot and Johnny Ace. Hell yeah, Johnny Ace, brother, is of bag of shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, it's Fuchi. It's Story Funk uh, Junior. and okay. Fuchi. That's crazy. Yeah, fucking Fuchi. Uh, Baba and and Tamon Honda, who later goes on the Exodus and wins the tag titles with Kobashi. Hanson and Albright. That yep. is a Oh, boy. a, ho- a hof- oh boy. Uh, Beef on the hoof. Yeah, that is. That's men. Yeah. Big uh, meaty men. Johnny Smith and Rob Van Dam. Uh-huh. Hell, yeah. Abdul the Butcher and Giant Kamara. Yes. I think it's Kamara, Kamala 2. I believe so. Yeah, I don't think that's Sugar Sugar Bear. No. Uh, Holy Demon Army. Yep. Uh, one of the best tag teams to ever exist. Yeah, Junaki, oh, Team No Fear. Yep. Probably before they were called Team No Fear. Yeah. Akiyama and Amori. Amori in the leopard print tights. Oh, hell yeah. The, wear the leopard panties. But that's <laughs> hilarious. And then, oh yeah, God, yeah. Misawa and Kobashi. Oh hell yeah, dude. Super Generation Army. Yes. That's crazy. And Baba. In the back. So I don't, I, I, my brain doesn't work. Who wins it? Do we know? I forget. Oh, I looked no. it up, but I forgot. my phone go? <laughs> dude, yeah, you definitely... You killed it. You outdid yourself for goddamn sure. Well, sir. On, what is this? Real real World Tag League. I believe Come it's on. from 95. Yeah. Real World Tag League. Not Real World MTV. <laughs> I was going to get you the companion Blu-ray set, but I was oh, like, eh, you probably already have it. Uh, let's see. Strongest Determination Tag League. Results. 1995. Uh, the third and final year in a row that kobashi and masawa there you go won together perfect. they won 94 they won 93 94 and 95 perfect uh masawa had also won 92 but with kawada yeah perfect that is awesome dude well I'm super pumped we're not done we're not done so i'm happy you said something okay um Yeah, right there yeah my wrist is All still right. messed up so i'm happy that you said that you like something yes so, because i like everything um, I'm so excited! wasn't gonna hate me for reading. I went on a, I went on a bit of a hunt to locate this down. Okay, um, th- they're very shitty frames. So if you want actual frames, yes, whatever. Um, so here is the artwork print. Oh man! Of the the, wow, the cover book. of the book. Yeah. Oh, then this art is so good. It's yeah, like, that I dude like I anime style. I knew but, like you would like the art. Yeah, it's incredible. So there's yeah, that one. That's so cool. And That's then, uh, yeah, you definitely, you definitely <laughs> went overboard, pal. And then we were talking about. Uh, it. Gonna, I, oh, I got hold on. I got, I got three other things in the other room. I just <laughs> forgot to grab them. Uh, there's also this one. Whoa! It's, it's a print of a uh, ninety all That's 90s all Japan women's. It's by the same dude. Same, same dude. Oh so, my god! If you so victory I was, through guts. I was supposed to come up last Thursday, but because I was sick and shit. Yeah. Uh, these were coming from the UK. Okay. Uh, the artist, uh, his name is Mushikawa, I believe it is. Okay. Um, I, I, had to, hu- I, I hunted down the books yeah. that he did the art for. I hunted down his website cause I'm like, oh man, I really hope that they do prints or something yeah. like this. Thankfully he did his prints. Oh my God. They're awesome. Dude. Yes. So there is one more, but okay. I kept it for myself. Okay. Uh, it's new Japan. <laughs> Nice. And it's grade one. Oh <laughs> but yeah, because cool. I bought them as a pack. Yeah. But I was like, oh, these are really cool. Oh I kind of just God. want this one. And I was like, all right, he gets the two. He'll be yeah. fucking pumped oh, about dude, that. you dude, you're weird, you're... <laughs> Shit. Uh, so wow. so Merry so Christmas, this, pal. Hey, dude, this is you. You outdid yourself. This is fucking <laughs> amazing. uh this is uh so Manamo Toyota. Yep. on the front. uh Kong, Bull Nakano, Hakuto, and yeah. her like. Samurai mask, yep. gear, yeah, uh, and then a bunch of other people. Mag- yeah. kudo, maybe, yep. Uh, the yeah, this art's really awesome. I'll, we'll have to post it through the account. Yeah, because, I thought the art was super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. So I was like, all right, dude, like, let's make yeah. this fucking happen. You, 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 like, so like, <coughs> I was like, I'm going to buy Brett a harder figure because wrestling is too hard because he buys everything. Dude, and I fucking then, love this, and then, man. And then you're just like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to go completely out of the box and buy the coolest wrestling shit I could possibly dude, buy. So. Well, and I know, what, like like you said, f- buying figures for each other is tough. Right. Because we basically, right. whatever we want, we just fucking buy it, yes. you know? Um, yeah. But that's why I was like, you know what, dude? There's just a couple fucking things that I think are pretty cool, yeah, up awesome. your alley, absolutely um you know, when it comes to like the books and art and stuff like yeah. that, so um having a piece of all Japan Pro wrestling like a program, I thought was pretty cool, yeah, um you know, books I about all look Japan and kind of stuff, yeah, so For i sure. thought I thought it was pretty dope, I like yeah. the art prints a lot, again, oh they're cheap fucking frames man, that's, you know, that's but fine, um yeah, yeah you, man, you crushed. this is incredible, hey, brother uh. uh yeah, man. These are these are awesome. I can't wait to read them. Uh, yeah. I hope he does more. I hope he gets... I hope this dude does... I I've I follow and, him and I've been in contact yeah, with him. That's cool. Uh, I, I've been talking to him through DMs on the Twitter. The writer guy? Yeah. Okay, uh, he's actually Floyd. over in Japan right now. I went to the All Japan Christmas show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So... Okay. Um, you So, know, so like, he, he's connected. He knows... He knows... I mean, know, Fumi Sato is, like, the guy. Yeah. But that's he, the dude who has all the pictures with all the gaijins yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. Fumi Sato, he was also on the episode of Takas Jericho that the Anoki Tribute. Okay, it was him, yeah. Dave, and Jericho. That's cool. Uh, so very knowledgeable people, I thought. Yeah. Um. You know, I thought those books were really fucking cool. Again, all Japan. That's your shit. Yeah. You know. So again, try to think. Of, I tried to think a little bit outside oh the box. God, you crushed it, dude. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, dude. Mary, Mary. All I had to do was Mary deal Christus. with the the fucking asshole that runs dude, Monster. Fuck, man. This is sick. He's kidding dick? me. Dude, I fucking but, love Halloween too. Yeah. It's my favorite fucking Halloween movie. Oh, good. I'm punk man. Um, yeah. So yeah, dude. Uh, the off air, I'll tell you about the fucking dude. Oh, that's good. Uh, whatever. But um. uh Oh, yeah. You fucking killed it, man. Hey, brother. This is, we I, we try. Oh my god. I can't. My favorite thing about this, and it, we're this is a long ass show, uh, is that I can't wait to read them all and then uh, just recite them to Michelle no like, well, that's know that's about. gonna <laughs> happen she's gonna hate it uh, but no I was say and then uh, cross-reference all the information here with Adam there you say well you know he already only, Adam recommended me the books. yeah right. right he put me in the right direction right. He, so. he wrote a forward but they said it was too good yeah too good they didn't, didn't want, want to overshadow right, the whole exactly. book yeah. understood so, I get yeah, it we get it uh dude you crushed it this is awesome brother uh merry christmas merry christmas Uh, merry belated you know i uh we've been doing this show for a while yeah dude and uh, i wouldn't want to do it with anybody else oh absolutely not man so it's my favorite fucking uh, thing i literally look forward to this every week we uh it's been so much fun and we ain't stopping anytime soon no and this is fucking awesome yeah man uh and, live uh, gift exchange is dope we're, we're gonna post pictures and i'll put them yeah. up on social media so everybody can see how much of a chump you be looking at. oh like. come on dude <laughs> dude the fucking nwo simpsons picture that i look at it every day yeah. that we got me last year every fucking day i look at it it's the coolest shit yeah that's why yeah. i was like you know what man Good
1: think, pumped, think outside the box brother I, I
0: just i love so much of this shit <coughs> uh yeah this is cool yeah. and a part of me did want to be an enabler and get you in an even worse habit for neck toys we're so good, brother so let's uh let's uh, this is fucking terrifying yeah. but i'm so pumped so, about this because yeah. i have you been in monster toys yet no, we're gonna have to go up no we're not Yeah we no, will No man Yeah we will You're gonna make me spend my money We'll go up Cause you gotta see Like Alright He's got a lot but, List of my arm bro uh, But alright yeah. Let's get the hell out of here I love the art on this too Yeah it's everything's great. about it Super cool man yeah. Makes Halloween 2 look like It's a good movie Um, I'm kidding It's a good movie. <laughs> Fuck you dude Oh <laughs> Shit was about to get real For a second <laughs> You kidding me I'm only fucking with you <sighs> uh, It is very good Um, you Thanks for listening Uh. Thanks for sticking with us for the last three years and for our big year-end spectacular. Uh, we'll be back next week with Japanese wrestling out the wazoo, so prepare yourselves. Ah! Uh, if you want, if you need to find a way to watch Wrestle Kingdom or need call help, or at whatever, your boys, call. please. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll give you recommendations or any of that kind of stuff. But um, I may or may not have January fourth off, <laughs> just so I can watch it. Uh, but we will be back next week. Uh, with more wrestling. Until then you can find us at we need wrestling.com, at We Need Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, and Hive. uh who, well, who knows wherever. Who, who knows? Uh if there's a place we're on it, I guess, kinda. Uh Spotify, Apple, the Pod Chaser, I don't know, whatever <laughs> uh all that shit is. Uh we're also a part of the Sooner Name Network at STBN network uh on Twitter, sooner network.com, sooner network dot dot com Uh, All of our friends uh, are there, At Odds with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Final Wrestling Place, uh, Hit My Music, uh, Puzzle Warriors 3, the Helmet Podcast that is over but you can still find it, Uh, Joe and Todd at At Odds just did a a great interview with Mark Pirro after watching all their movies, uh, and they are doing some cool stuff. Reading if you're into comics, they're reading Sandman 2, about two issues a week for the next year. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I'm going to be reading along with them. Oh, uh, sick. Personally, I'm not going to be involved yeah. in the show, but I've never read Sandman. Oh, okay. Uh, and I've always wanted to, and I have them all, oh. so I'm going to read along and with it, those. You know, Good as time as ever gives me a reason. Absolutely. Um, they're also going to be watching weird comedy movies, I guess, on their Patreon. I'm I'm so into it. Check all that out. Uh, and uh, our other show, Wings on Wings uh there was just a michelle and i episode this week Mm -hmm. because of life um yeah sorry (laughs) but um it's it is what it is yeah uh it was it was a fun fun to sit down with her just me and her uh and talk uh a little bit yeah uh but we'll be back with those every tuesday and we'll be back next week here uh until then i watched some wrestling go buy some snacks and gear up for wrestle kingdom can't wait man it's, uh, it's, it's the best time of the year and also uh because we're in royal rumble season oh uh, we're kicking maybe off, maybe a little uh a little news on a little bit of a couple watch lists we're gonna be doing hmm, with the special guests so more on that later yeah but that's it well here's to uh i don't know health wealth and growth itself 2023 let's get that shit another year above ground yeah brother You're listening to the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini of podcast networks. Now you're off, nerds.